Quest Gaming Network presents Elder Scrolls Off the Record. Hello, everyone. This is the Elder Scrolls Gameplay and News Podcast from Marina to Skyrim and ESO. We are the Quest Gaming Network production, available for download on iTunes, Stitch Radio, YouTube, and QuestGamingNetwork.com. Bang! How's that for an intro, you slut devil? (laughs) (laughs) Hello, Now we know where that that plane with two tons of uh, speed was going. (laughs) (laughs) guys it's been a long time it feels like it's been forever since since we've either had a show or had a talk or snuggled a little bit how is everyone doing today snuggly Mm. liz how you doing over there i'm playing a card game on my phone but now that we started i'll have to put it down brave and transparent of you thank you (laughs) 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 what's up mike how are you I'm good. Get you giggling little snuggle bunny over there and just grab those cheeks. Uh, here, here, I'll bring him up. Which cheeks? All four of them? Doesn't matter. <laughs> Whatever you got. Whatever he throws at me, I'll roll with it. <laughs> Guars and Netches on the stream. Now they're showing off their toys. There we are. I got, I got nothing to show off. I got two cats. They're hanging out. <laughs> they're like, what up? It's ready. The Elder Scrolls off the record. And we're Khajiit. Anyway, I am your host and fellow Tabriolic Traveler, and who will permanently hand over the reins to Q- of QGN to Liz. Oh, you heard it! You heard it! It's on air! It's recorded! Or naked dance parties. He'll say anything in front of that teleprompter. Uh, I am Ivarwin, and that is Liz. If evil had a name, it would be Liz, Mistress Lebo. That was horrible. Huh? Um, it must have been a rage. Rage, did you write that? No, mine would have been far meaner than that. I wrote okay. it. I wrote it. I didn't write it. <laughs> not, listen, if you don't agree, uh, refer to the line above where you you underhandedly and sneakily got me to say on air in a public forum so you could probably sue my pants off me if I negated. I know. So, okay, that is, that's not evil. That's totally like, okay, and on the up and up. What? What? <laughs> Prove my Seems, point. He who legit. reads whatever's in front of him. <laughs> I think she's running for political office. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Anyway, well, checkpoint two. <laughs> that guy right I'm over qualified there. Qualified because I can see Russia from my house. Well, one of these days we're going to get him to say, "Your host and fellow Tamriel traveler, who is Ron Burgundy." <laughs> <laughs> Go after yourself, Tamriel. <gasps> <laughs> I like Scotch. 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 There it goes. Down into my belly. Wow. 
<laughs> it's coffee. I'm not. I'm really. I'm drinking coffee, guys. It's not. Anyway, uh, <laughs> that man right over there is the man who stared down Chuck Norris just to make him smile. Rob, rage philosophy. That's right. I looked into the eyes of the almighty Chuck, and he just giggled at me. Mm. He said, "That's cute. That's man. cute." <laughs> I like that. And as a Bosmer, he may be short. But as a solo rap artist, he's a titan. Mike, the Tamrielic historian. That's about as much rap as you get out of me. That's it? That's all you got? <laughs> oh, come on. I was I, looking forward to more. I was digging the groove. I was I was uh, looking forward to you spitting fire from your grill. <laughs> if my grill is on fire out back there, we have a problem. <laughs> Mike's like, this grill is on fire. <laughs> it sounded like a guar mount falling down some stairs. <laughs> What's funny is that's how I sound when I rap. <laughs> I don't rap. I don't rap. But if I did, I bet you I would actually be better than Tom Hanks's son. Did you see that embarrassment? Chet Hayes? What? No. What? Chet Hayes. Oh, no, it's a thing. It's a thing. What? Tom Hanks's son, Chet. Chet Hanks renamed himself Chet Hayes and is actually more embarrassing than Justin Bieber. Oh, wow. Oh, it's uh, that's kind of hard to do. <laughs> I know. <laughs> But, is it like when Garth Brooks decided to do pop for like that one year? You guys remember that? Like, oh, yeah, and he gave himself a pseudo name. Yeah. 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 And he had somebody like stand in for him and take pictures for the cover art. He's like, oh, no, really? that me? He's like some skinny young kid that I thought was like on the cover of his the album. Yeah, have you seen him lately? <laughs> yeah, I remember that is when he had the uh, he had the emo comb over like 10 years before it was popular. <laughs> That's just losing your hair. That's Donald Trump had that many years ago. I know. <laughs> Make comb, comb over is great again. <laughs> All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is a show sponsored by our Patreon listeners, our brand new Patreon supporter, Scotland Ray. Thank you very much. And of course, by our corporate sponsors, uh, Tweaked Audio, tweakedaudio.com, quality headphones, shipped to you for free, and you get 30% off their price, but only with our code, so write it down, off the record, grab the wheel, bro, you're veering off to the left, off the record, all one word, at tweakedaudio.com, and of course, by Audible, get your free uh, audiobook today at audibletrial.com dot com slash quest gaming network if you're uh if you enjoy uh if you enjoy a podcast you might enjoy an audiobook being read to you in the comfort of your very own car or or train or commute however however you choose to go to work or to and fro story can be read to you uh for over forty thousand books to choose from over at audible audible trial a u d i b l e trial dot com slash quest gaming network as well as listeners as Patrick Oxley and our five-star iTunes shout-out reviewer right here, Helter Skelter 03. That was a good song. Uh, it's a Beatles song, so therefore, by extension, I don't like it. I like what? The, YouTube, the YouTube version. Oh, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> it's also a line in um, American Pie. Is it? Helter Skelter in a summer swelter. You know, okay. Yep. No, nothing. Saw the movie too, but I saw it when it was contemporary. Without eight, seven, whatever sequels. Bonus tracks. Yeah. Anyway, Rob, what are we doing today? What are we talking about? We got stuff. 
Well, uh, our weekend game is going to include uh, ESO, but also some Skyrim. Uh, I don't know if we're going to be mentioning any other games in the Elder Scrolls franchise, but you never know. One might pop up, surprisingly. Uh, our discussion topics include the uh, ESO announcement uh, that was made on ESO Live. Feature uh, New features coming to battle leveling and the looking for group tool. Oh, my. Oh, yes. Uh, some Tamriel's rumors. What should we reasonably expect to see in upcoming DLC packs for ESO? Mm. Plus, we have the crafting table, a rage of the week, and emails. That's right. Now, before we kick things off, Mike, what do we got uh, to mention firstly and quickly? Don't forget, folks, if you've been saving up for the limited time crown store items in ESO, they're about to leave the store. On November 2nd, those items are as follows. The mine shriven skin, that's really gross. I guess that's Liz that put that in there. Uh, the pumpkin spice specter polymorph. So all you women out there, we know that you can't resist pumpkin spice, so make sure <laughs> hey, you get your polymorph. Why does it have to be exclusively a white female thing? I have no idea. But I don't know. Why'd you add in white? <laughs> huh? Oh. Uh, you don't know? It's a joke on the internet. No, I don't know. You didn't know that? Oh, that's a big no. thing. Pumpkin spice. Is that like a Oompa Loompa joining the Spice Girls? I think it is one of them. <laughs> However, we do make pumpkin spice gelato, and it is delicious. Yeah, it is. <laughs> oh, you and had a pumpkin spice bonbon. It was good, wasn't it? <laughs> and what else, Mike? And the Scarecrow Spectre Polymorph, which is one that I think is actually really cool. And the Zombie Horse, which mm. probably Rage will get that, because he gets all the other crazy horses. Is, no, no. Any of you guys no. getting any of this stuff? Uh, I thought about maybe getting the scarecrow. Yeah, but it's, it's like I, I looked at my crown balance, and it's like you know, I think I, I, I'd rather hold out until I get uh, or until they release the, um, uh, the 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 cinematic hero skins. Is what I'm I'm waiting for. Uh, yeah, this this horse just didn't. Yeah, it just uh, I, I know I'm all about picking up the you know the the horse mounts. This one I just what didn't get excited for. Yeah, kind of like eh, not into the horse. I'll tell you though, this is the first time like I'm I'm really really into the uh, the skins that they got going on here. That mind shriven the mind shriven thing I can kind of take or leave, but the um, the uh, pumpkin specter polymorph and the scarecrow specter polymorph, those things are really cool looking. I agree. I- wanted the scarecrow but i'm holding firm to my commitment that i'm saving my crowns for Arsenium. yeah and that's where they're going hold strong young bosmer hold strong i have to be able to kill orcs so you know yeah i'm sure the walking dead fans would really like the horse you know i hate everything zombies mm, nah. um, uh, i could see where you're on that with um where where you're why you say that liz but i'm a walking dead fan and i'm not really into it I have that that phrase blocked from Twitter, so I never have to hear people talk about it. The Walking Dead. Yes. Yeah. So her Twitter's pretty lonely then. Yeah. It is. It can get really lonely, and also when Game of Thrones is on, I've got that that uh, <laughs> blocked as well because I don't care. So guys, yeah, that's wa- right, Rage. When we want to make fun of Liz on Twitter, let's just use hashtag Game of Thrones, and it's all good. You guys. Yeah. Are <laughs> Yep. Why hashtag, did you do that? hashtag Gambit sucks. Hashtag Game of Thrones. <laughs> She'll never find it. Probably not, but I'll cry inside. Oh, I no. can't believe it took her like twenty posts to respond to your your you know instigation there, Rage. This I time. was working. 
Yeah, rage starts. I want to start a fight. Huh, Gambit sucks. And then I'm at work. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Rob, what else we got? We got uh, we got a little something something here down 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 here now, don't we? Yeah, that's right. That would be the uh, the uh, QGN's Fab Four. Since we mentioned the Beatles earlier, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, don't forget, tune in Fridays at 10.30 p.m. Eastern for Dancing with Daggers, the Dagger Paul Covenant-centered stream for Elder Scrolls Online. Uh, you can follow the Daggers on Twitter, at ESOTR Daggers. Uh, this week, we've got something awesome lined up. Uh, we already put word out on Twitter already, but if you have not yet heard it yet, we I said yet twice. <laughs> um, we are having a massive... Well, hopefully it'll be massive. Uh, get together uh, in Shornhelm this Friday, uh, Frostfall the thirtieth, to celebrate the uh, Tamrielic Halloween. I can't remember the the name of the holiday, but anyway, it's a Halloween party. There it is, is a Halloween party, and it's going to be fun. Bring your scarecrows, bring your pumpkins, bring costumes, whatever you want to get. I mean, heck, I mean, if you just want to make a bunch of armor and you know, dye it green and purple for all we care. You know, it's going to be a great time. We're pretty much going to have like basically another Rosie Lime type of uh, type of event. Only we're going to be on Verandas's front step in uh, Riven Spire. We're going to go up to where all the vampires are and hang out up in his castle. So uh, this is uh, once again going to be opened to the guild, um, like we did this past Friday. Uh, anybody is welcome to come, uh, but uh, you must have a Daggerfall Covenant character, otherwise you will not be phased to us. Well, um, boy, that sounds really kind of cool, actually. <laughs> oh, it's going to be a blast, man. kind of pissed like... that I'm working. Remember uh, last year when that guy thought our guy dressed up as Shea Gora? That was amazing. That was awesome, yeah. That was Eben. That was so good. Wasn't that Eben? <laughs> Yeah, I think yeah. that was Evan. Yeah. Oh, that was amazing. Yeah, he did a great job with that Zaku costume. Shio character. Oh, so good. All right. I made a Skeletor costume last year. I thought that was cool that you could do that at that point in time. Really? The Bosmer, uh, one of the Bosmer helms has the skull on it, I think. Ah, uh, yeah. Was, yes. Like, maybe Bosmer, it might be Primal. I can't remember. One of them has like a skeletal face. And like the, oh, the horns, horn. right? Yeah. Yeah. And so I dyed it all blue and purple and uh, went as Skeletor. <laughs> We used to call our uh, high school <laughs> principal Skeletor. Like, yeah. <laughs> Guys. <laughs> All right, folks. Uh, listen, before we get into our news discussion topics, um, which we, all, we really only got one thing anyway. Um, so, 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 so there is this thing, okay? Um, Elder Scrolls Off the Record is now going to be a bi-weekly show. Um. Probably not the best news, I know, but uh, I've been sitting on this decision for probably about four months at this point. Uh, a lot of factors went into this, but really, mo- more, uh, most importantly, it has to do with, um, really, it has to do with, with me buying a house, getting married, having kids, that whole thing, um, that whole life thing. <laughs> uh, listen, I'm buying a house, guys. And in regards to work, running QGN, doing the show, doing classic, actively looking for a house, actively saving money and all that, um, it's gotten to the point where I really only have time to do one show a week. 
and I don't want to stop anything that we're doing. Um, I think everything that QGN is doing right now is is great. Um, but it really boils down, and it's not like we need time or we need help writing the notes. Like it's it's nothing like that. It's it's really more along the lines of you know time in front of the camera. You know, uh, we we started 15 minutes late today because I was downstairs um, talking with my father, who's who's taking a huge active role helping me look for a house. And uh, there's a lot of factors that that um, you know really have to play into this. So so I don't really want to belabor a point, um, but the, 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 I guess kind of like the real the real main issue is that you know there's a lot going on in my life, and I kind of have to do one show a week. I don't want to stop anything. I don't want to cancel anything. I sure as hell don't want to cancel this show because, you know, I mean, it's it's at this point part of my blood. <laughs> and, uh, I don't want to stop classic. Um, but also, like, you know, news for Elder Scrolls for ESO has slowed down pretty dramatically. I mean, if we're not getting a tremendous patch, um, there's really not much to talk about. So I have to sort of say, like, all right, what's really important here? <laughs> you know, do we do a show and just joke around and talk about nothing? Or should I take this, you know, eight hours this week and actually, like, search for a house and, and whatnot so, you know, Jenny and I can finally get married and have some kids and, you know, move on with some things. So um, I'm at that point. So, yes, Elder Scrolls Off the Record is going to be a biweekly show. But you can come to our feed every single week and you will have a show whether it be classic elder scrolls which we'll record next week or elder scrolls off the record which will be the following week so there it is um now guys i i know uh, mike rob liz i i spoke to you about this briefly on email i just said like you know hey here it is but we didn't actually get a chance to really talk about this um what's some of your thoughts and feelings on on this before we we move into our, our real news topic here only going to let this happen if you name your firstborn child after me. Mm. Not going to happen, but uh, I accept your uh, <laughs> protest. <laughs> Wait a second. Jenny's already already offered me the firstborn child. Oh, as in like you can have it? Yeah. Oh, all right. See that picture up there of Liz actually has been pseudo-colored. Actually, it's green skin and she rides around going... Yeah, and... And... <laughs> oh, poor Liz. She means Whatever. well, even if she is kidnapping my children <laughs> before no. they're born. <laughs> there is no I'm damn way I would ever <laughs> even want to bet. Well, no, I might babysit for like one night a kid of yours. Honestly, Other than that, it'd yeah. be hell. Honestly, this is a gene pool you don't want to take a dip in. Like I, I cannot wait until you have like a little girl. Something that is going to be the me. funniest thing ever. <laughs> The worst part is with this, I could see her being like, yeah, you can come see Auntie Liz. I'll fill you full of chocolate and sugar and send you home. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> um, okay. So, so barring that, I mean, is there any other, <laughs> you know, maybe constructive comment? <laughs> no, no. Constructive. I think one thing to think about is diversity here. I mean, you got to think about it that, you know, we've got classic. We've got this show. Uh, Rage runs the Dancing with Daggers. Liz has... Um, uh, Dragon Age off the record. Yeah, so it's not like road program. Gets better, get better road. Sorry. God, yes, please. Uh, yeah. It's not like uh, the number of shows are going down. And uh, QGN has something for everybody. So, you know, maybe, you know, in a year when uh, we might start hopefully got, hopefully hearing about Elder Scrolls 6, you know, there'd be more news. It'd be reason to come back to every week. Yeah. But until then, you know, you need some time to, you know, get your life centered and not move to Amityville. You know? uh, <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I, I know. <laughs> uh, wait, Rob, what about you? Sorry, I had to mute up. I didn't uh, want my cough to be on the on the uh, audio. Um, well, the if if there is any if there's any philosophical statement I, uh, that that I can make that that I would even remotely say is accurate in any way, shape, or form, is that life happens. You know, um, things like this are are, are fun. Uh, they are. Uh, a way to keep us engaged. Um, it, it's it's great hanging out with friends, but you know, even though we spend time in, in in a virtual world, having just the time of our lives, we can't neglect our actual you know flesh and blood lives either. Um, and you know, basically, you do what you need to do. Um, there is absolutely no shame in in uh, taking the show to uh, a bi-weekly format, uh, especially when it's something like this. Yeah. You know, um, I appreciate I appreciate that. I mean, you know, here it is. I'm 35. All right, I'm starting to get gray hairs. I've been a cop for almost nine years at this point. Uh, Jenny, you know, her and I have been dating for seven years. We've got, you know, she got her doctorate over the summer. You know. Um, where I'm, I'm due for a raise in a little bit, but you know, cops get paid crap. <laughs> Let's face it, we all know that. I didn't take that job to get paid a million dollars. You know, I've saved a, a whole bunch of cash, and at this point, we're, we're at the point now where Jenny's, you know, just over thirty. I'm thirty-five. Uh, it's time to, it's time to say uh, there's, there's things that are important in life, and getting a house, you know, establishing a family, getting married, that whole bit, you know, like it's, it's time to go. And, uh, one of the things is prioritizing and it's just like, Hey, you know what? I got this, uh, eight, eight hour, uh, eight hour commitment that kind of needs to just, you know, take it down a notch or two, uh, on a week that, that would really help move some of these things along. So who could, who can say no to that? Wait a second. You're robbing the cradle. Robbing the cradle, as in Jenny's younger than me? Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm. Oh yeah. He said that really enthusiastically. Oh, no, like, oh I, yeah, I am enthusiastic about it. Are you kidding me? I first met her. She was, you know, like what twenty three, I think. And oh I was, god, I thought you were going to say eighteen. She was fifteen when I first <laughs> met her. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she. Uh, I met her at a at a family wedding, and uh, yeah. <laughs> Whoa, oh, wait god. a minute! This is in the south. <laughs> wait, what's going on here? <laughs> At least you didn't say family reunion. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're we're second cousins. I figured it's cool, whatever. You know, hey, that's legal in my state. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be surprised wow. if it's legal. Yeah, if you listen um, very carefully, you'll hear banjos. <laughs> All right, uh, listen. I I know we've gone on long with this. I really just wanted to sort of. You know, make mention of it, but also I, I am sensitive to the fact that a lot of our listeners may be, you know, upset about it or not like hearing it. And I just wanted to spend some time with it. Um, but so there it is, such as it is. But speaking of those digital lives that uh, Rob was talking about, let's roll into that a little bit and uh, talk about some really cool stuff that came up on ESO Live this week. In their tongue, he's Dovahkiin, Dragonborn. ESO Live announces new features to battle leveling and the LFG tool. Thank God. Finally. Um, did either one of you guys catch uh, ESO Live this week at all, either on, I think, um, 
Dominoid had it on YouTube? I was there live, and the most important point is that I asked a question in chat, and it got answered. Really? Oh, my, oh my God. Because like, you know what? I actually typed out a real question <gasps> with proper grammar and <gasps> everything. Oh, my Not God. just, where are we getting PvP arenas, man? <laughs> <laughs> PvP arena! <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, what did you ask? So they were reviewing the uh, all of the uh, new models for the bear, the bear that they are releasing for the new bear mount and the the bear cubs. And I asked, are they going to start implementing retrogradely all of the bears that we see in Oradon and um, East March? Are we going to see them being upgraded to the new bear models and the new bear behaviors? One of the things they showed was the bear like standing up to a tree and going like this, rubbing its back against the thing. I'm like, that would be so cool to see bears actually acting like bears in some of the original levels. Yeah. Now, granted, it kind of sucks that we're not going to see that, that the bear models are only going to be used in new material coming forward. But at least, you know, I asked and it got answered. I, I think that's uh, very, very cool. And, and, um, I remember I was watching ESO live, um, on my drive home. Don't ask. And uh, <laughs> uh, I remember hearing about that, hearing that question. I was like, oh, that's actually, yeah, that's a good question. I'm wondering that myself. So now now I, I, I'm happy that, A, I remember that, and B, that was Mike. Yeah, Mike. Now you realize why I got asked and got answered, because it was, will we get PvP readable? <laughs> <laughs> it's actually readable, like, you know, yeah. 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 This is this is the, the ESO live chat room now. Thoth! Where we get PvP Arena? Thoth! Arena! PvP Arena! Why is that called the ba ba ba? Yeah. Um, sure, beep! <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, uh, I, I watched it for about 30 whole seconds before I had to close Twitch out. First of all, because I was at work. Second of all, because that damn chat room. That's just horrible. Yeah, it's horrendous. Yeah. It wasn't too bad until about the 30 minute mark, and then. They all showed up asking the exact same question. I'm like, that's it. Gotta go. (laughs) It's like someone sent out an email. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Bob, what did you do? Oh, God. (laughs) Don't look at me. I don't want no damn (laughs) PvP arena. The dreadnought in chat is going, Fesdo, when we got arenas. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Mitchell Oliver is going VBPVVVVVV. Chatroom's on fire tonight. Um. Anyway, all right. So battle leveling changes. Uh, we'll. I guess we'll bring this up point by point. Uh, Rob, you mind uh picking it up a little bit here? Uh, first first point here. I cotton R. Uh, the battle leveling battle leveling changes. Uh. Meant for level agnostic zones, such as Orsinium, meaning you go there and you just get leveled up and everybody's equal. Mm. Uh, Current gear and weapons will now battle level with you, uh, and the quality of the item will maintain as well. Your attribute points will factor into your stats when you're battle leveled. Have two points, one point in Magicka, one point in Health, means 50% points in uh, Health and 50% in Magicka. This will now be reflected in your stats when battle-leveled. Low-level tunes get a flat bonus to attributes meant to make up for missing gear, power, high-level tunes have. 
a percentage scaling bonus that drastically decreases in power as your gain as you gain high levels. Meant to make your current attribute point choice matter for higher levels. Is balanced to ensure you are not more powerful than a VR-16. PvP crowd seems excited for these changes uh, in the forums. All right, Mike, uh, would you mind... Uh, I mean, there's, there's kind of like a lot of gobbledygook here. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, n- number one, let's let's get the, uh, the, the real easy stuff out of the way. Um so the battle leveling changes are going to occur in the in the new level agnostic zones like Orsinium and uh, and Cyrodiil and and whatever zones they come out with where they're not saying like oh you got to be a level blah 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 in order to be there like like the new levels the new zones you they got to be a level agnostic so you're going to be battle leveled in order to get in them um, your current gear and your weapons are going to increase in power along with you and your stats when you go into those areas. Additionally, the quality of those items will maintain the same. Okay? They'll they'll so so for example, like you'll have if you have a green sword uh, like if you have a green sword in your hand, it's still gonna be a green sword of equal power at that level you are battle leveled to. Yeah, so if you're a level ten and you go in with a green sword you're going to be battle leveled up to a VR-16. So you're going to have all your stats bumped up you know, while you're in that zone. And that sword will have all of its stats bumped up to a green level VR-16 sword. So it's not like you're going to go in and get you know, gold quality gear equivalents. And the thing is, is once you leave, you're still going to be level 10 or level 11 if you've accumulated enough you know, uh, experience while in there. So that uh, you're not going to come out of there. Oh, I popped in and become VR16. Now I'm VR16 in the real world. Right. Yeah. So it's going to let you be competitive inside uh, at VR16, no matter what level you start ending entering in at. Um. All right. Now, now, Liz, do you have any? Uh, I know. I know you said like in the chat room um, that you know all this is just kind of like it's all over the place. Um. Do, I mean. I got to imagine, like people who did not see ESO live and see uh, Eric Robles, um, you know, uh, description of of what any of this means is they're probably lost right now, as as I usually am at this point. Um, I, I, do you have any questions, and you want us to like you know uh, break it down for you a little bit, or like you know, explain it to me like you're explaining it to a five year old. Yeah. Okay. So so real simple, I guess. I guess the it's going to be when these new about zo- a three-year-old. <laughs> okay, so if you have one and one and one, <laughs> that gives you three. So when you move up, you're going to still have one and one and one, but it's going to be multiplied by. You don't learn multiplication till second grade, dude. Oh, crap. <laughs> no. <I'm> just- <laughs> so so basically. New zones are coming out where they're going to level you up to VR-16 no matter what level you actually are. Okay. Okay? Now. Why are they called battle zones? Battle leveling. Or battle. Why is it called battle leveling? Is that just a name? That's just a marketing term that Zoss thinks is going to sell their game, I guess. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, I didn't know if it was like only when you're in battle. No, no. No, that's a good. That's a good question. No, I, I think you'd probably have to ask Pete Hines. It's probably like his his thing. He's probably like, I know, we'll call it battle leveling, guys. Sure, uh, I keyed, but I don't know. Anyway, so so like that's what's going to happen. The game's going to auto level you, and uh, 
um, when that happens, like, okay, how does, how does, how do I get auto leveled? Like I'm level 10. What does that even mean? You know, like I'm going to get crushed if I, if I fight a, you know, a, a VR 16 mob or a VR 16 enemy in uh, player in, in Cyrodiil. Like, what does that mean? Battle leveling? Essentially what happens is they just take your stats and they just bump it up to the health, magic, and stamina mm-hmm. of a VR 16 character. So 66 points divided up in the same ratio that you currently have. So if you had one and one and one, your stats would be 22, 22. Well, now we're getting into math and that's where we're going to lose people. (laughs) So, so keeping it basic, like that's essentially what's going to happen. Now your attributes, right? They're going to be a VR 16's basic attributes without any of their gear on just a naked VR 16, just running out there, having fun doing quests. Still with me? Good. Okay. What happens to the gear you're wearing when you're level 10 and you go into an environment like that? That's what this change is going to answer. Now what's going to happen is the gear you're wearing is going to be powered up to a VR16 gear as well. Got it? Yeah. That's it. That is it. Now, there's one last thing that they did talk about is that this bump up that, as you put it here, yeah, uh, is because at level 10 or level 15 or whatever level you go in at, you're not going to have all of the passives that everybody else has for a VR 16. So, you know, you're not going to have your Nord passives or your Bosmer passives or your Dark Elf passives. So they're going to give you little bumps here and there in other areas to help deal with the lack of passives because of your low level. Right. Now, here's here's the really ultra confusing part that I'm going to I'm going to try and explain a lot more uh simply. Um and so hopefully, you know, listeners are following along with this. Attribute points, okay? They want they wanted to and Eric Robel I think uh said this perfectly when he said when you choose your attribute points, you're not just you as a player and you know this, you're sitting at your you know, at your at your PS4, or your Xbox, your PC or your Mac and you're just like I want X amount into health. X amount into Magicka and just the remainder into into stamina. Like this is a conscious choice that you're you're making when you're building your character. Everyone goes through this. We want to make sure that we're building the right character for ourselves. And that happens with the attribute points. When you get battle leveled, currently in the game, they just automatically throw you the stats that a VR16 usually has. So all those choices that you made are are thrown out the window. Because you have basic VR16 stats. So what they're trying to do now is they want to make sure that the stat points you're putting in mean something. That the choices that you made mean something. And this is the way that they're doing it. As an example that Eric Robel gave. If you're a level 3 character, right? You've got two attribute points, correct? Yes, you've got two attribute points. (laughs) Let's say, for sake of example, you've got those two attribute points. You put one into Magicka and one into Health. Okay? All right. That means you've put 50% of your points into Magicka and 50% of your points into Health. Right? Follow along? Yep. Tracking. Okay. Liz, you still with me? My mother just sent me a picture of her Halloween pumpkins and she stole my pumpkins. <laughs> God. So no. <laughs> <laughs> Did you 
percent, fifty percent, one in one. Right, right, one right. One magic of one in health. You got me. You're following me with this. <laughs> that means there's none of stamina. <laughs> correct, correct, <laughs> correct. Poor Marwin. Yeah. By the way, this reminds me. I should probably send your math teacher in like the seventh grade, like a card or something. <laughs> As well as mine. It won't be the get out of jail free card, that's for sure. <laughs> what? Wait, what? I got it. You said no, you're good. You're good. You're good. It was just the timing was it was hysterical. It was great. <laughs> this is why Liz is on the show because she can. She's naturally funnier than than I can ever be. <laughs> oh my god! All right, so so you got fifty percent of your points spent in one stat and then the other. So what happens is when you go to VR sixteen, okay, the the system is automatically going to recognize. Okay, so this dude. Put 50% of his stats into health and 50% of his stats into Magicka. So let's just continue that trend. Let's just, instead of giving him two points, let's just throw all the freaking points a VR16 character should have, which is how many, Mike? 66. 66 points, thank you. 50% of your points are going into health. 50% of your points are going into Magicka. It's That's just 33 and 33. It's just not one and one anymore. Now, like Mike said, it's 33 and 33. There you go. Are are you biased against stamina or something? No, this is Eric Robles' <laughs> thing. Yeah. This is his thing. I don't. I don't think he likes the uh, the stamina builds. Eh. No. This was his example. I'm just trying to over-explain uh, to the point of ad nauseum. This way, you know, people like myself can understand it because I had to listen to what he said in this example five times before I even had an idea of what he was talking about. <laughs> well, that's if you want the nitty gritty of it. Really, uh, I mean, about 10 minutes ago when you were describing, hey, you're going to be leveled up. I actually, I shouldn't admit this, but I actually knew what you guys were talking about. I was just forgetting what you were talking about while you were saying it. Um, well, and I, that's I, a personal problem. And, well, hey, <laughs> I mean, that's it's all good. Well, I mean, this, I mean, th th this, makes, this makes sense, um, you know, because as battle leveling currently exists in the game right now, you know, it it it, it 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 absolutely sucks because uh, as soon as you hit level ten, you want to go into Cyrodiil. Um, okay, that that's fine. But if you go up against a uh, if you go up against a VR sixteen in in Cyrodiil, the only thing the battle leveling in game does now is that it might take that VR sixteen two swings to kill you instead of just one. It's like, um, I mean, when we first started, and it was, you know, the race to VR1 for Cyrodiil, and then VR5 for Cyrodiil, because, you know, you'd get in there, and you literally did not stand a chance. I mean, a level 30 was killing level 10s, like, you know, a f with a fly swatter. Yeah. Because you your gear was not the same level. You couldn't even put on gear of, of equivalent to what they had. All of the passives that they had made it impossible. And, you know, in a year and a half, it's just gotten further and further away. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as a healer, you know, that's going to happen to me anyway, so I don't think about it that much. Well, this is part of the reason why they're they're instilling this uh or instituting this uh this change because it's going to I it's <laughs> immediately what it's going to do is it's going to mean that the the choices that you make at a very low level count for something when you want to get into one of these, you know, level agnostic zones, when you want to jump into Orsinium, when you want to try your hand at PVP. It's going to automatically mean, hey, you know what? Like, this is going to mean something. So that at least is a huge improvement. Now, it, when it's implemented, you know, what, what, we'll see what happens. You know, and there's far more 
savvy and intelligent people out there that'll be able to break this down. We'll see how people can exploit it. Right, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) See how that works. That's pretty much how I view every piece of news that comes out on here. I was like, yeah, it'll change. I think I think November sixteenth, the chat room will be saying, "Battle Loving's broken, man. Picture yeah. game's broken." You know how much I hate that phrase. <laughs> With a passion, armchair developers. I think uh, Zoss needs to hire Liz. This way, she could sit down and be like, "Okay, explain the system to me. Okay, I got it. Now, here's how I'm going to break." It. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't do it. I do it with single player games, but not not multiplayer. Yeah, but like that's just like you. That's you. You're 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 like the greatest workaround I've ever seen in my life. Like if there's loopholes, it's called loopholes. Yeah, Liz, Liz looks at a house. She's like, "There's a front door and there's a back door." Okay, so I'll go through the window. She, right. She's like, "I'm going to go through that chimney." And here's how I'm going to do it. Like, this is freaking <laughs> genius. <laughs> there, there will always be players that find the path of least resistance. Uh, Rob, let's get the low-level tune bullet point here, and their flat bonus to attributes. Let's get that out there one more time. Okay. So this is a different thing. This is totally different. We're on to a new new point now. Now for something completely different. Mm. It's actually helpful. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Low-level tunes get a flat bonus to attributes. This is meant to make up for missing gear power high-level tunes have, and a percent scaling bonus that drastically decreases in power as you gain higher levels. This is meant to make your current attribute point choices matter for higher levels. It's balanced enough to ensure you are NOT, in all caps, more powerful than a VR-16. Uh, Mike, so as the uh, resident uh, genius here, uh, you are in fact a scientist, uh, <laughs> explain this to me because I wrote it and I still don't get it. <laughs> okay, so this has to do first with gear and then with passives. Uh, so like if you were to look at your trees, I think there's one that um, says that it gives you an 8% return on I can't remember right off the top of my ah, um, but like when you get to that second point that you put into that passive, it doubles the amount of uh, magic or stamina that you get back or whatever it does and so knowing that at level 10 or level 15 you're not going to have these passives what they're doing is they're giving you a percentage scaling bonus that um, will make up for you not having passives in whatever aspect of your character that you would normally have as you get higher they know that you're going to then have access to those passives and as you get higher and higher they don't want to keep giving you passives um and bonuses that would then make you higher than a level 16. So what it does is it allows somebody coming in at level 10 to have a passive um, scaling bonus that normally a VR1 or VR2 or VR15, VR16 would already have put the points into. For an example, you know, um, Nords, they get a a passive, I believe it's Nords, uh, that that, uh, increases their health. Yes, uh, you know, you put, uh, it's probably uh, two or three points. Um, you know, you, you put two or three points into the sucker. And, it, you know, it's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to count toward the end game here, not when you're, when you're low level. Because when you're low level, you don't have the opportunity at that point to, to dump all the points you, you have into that passive ability, increasing 
increasing your health beyond the attributes and what your gear can do for you. Okay, so here it is. So Nord Robust Passive Skill, rank one. So if you put a single point in, you would have received an increased health recovery of 10%. At rank two, so you've put a second skill point in, increased health recovery of 20%. And then at rank three, increased health recovery of 30%. So what this does is it says, okay, we know that you're not high enough to have you know, active skills on your tree and have all these passives. And that if you're going up against a VR-16 or even a VR-1, that this person probably already has those passives. Right. So we're going to give you, if you're playing a Nord character, a health regeneration passive bonus or scaling bonus. That as you get towards level 50, the amount that you would get without having put in towards that tree will become less and less. Right. So, so for example, let's just say, you know, Mike is, uh, you know, Mike's, Mike's a, a, a VR 16 Nord and he's, he's got, you know, that, that 30% to his health, which counts for hundreds of points of health toward his character that he's not getting from his attributes and he's not getting from, uh, from his gear. It's just him because he's a Nord and, you know, I'm, I'm going to drink a, a lot of meat. Right. And he's a mead drinking Nord who's awesome he's <laughs> got, got the 30 percent health that i don't have because i'm just a level 10 nord you know hey guys i'm gonna be annoyed one day and like here comes mike and his you know goliathness ready to kill me and i'm like oh man he's gonna suck <laughs> <laughs> and you know it's i look gonna hurt a lot. <laughs> it's gonna hurt a whole lot <laughs> Oh my God. And Mike's like, come at me, bro. I've got 30% more health than you do because cause I'm a nerd. I'm like, I'm not that big yet. Anyway. To so- the gym with you. Kind <laughs> 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 of pop you up. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, like, obviously, um, I'm battle leveled to Mike's level, but he's still got 30% more health than me because he's had the time to put into that passive and I just haven't yet. Well, that flat bonus to attributes given to low level tunes is going to help with that. Close that, that distance, close that, that obvious, um, uh, power and, and make things a little bit more, uh, uh, even on an even plane there. This is what I noticed from this is that, They've they've actually taken into account that people are going to exploit this because I saw the 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 thing right away. But they said, you know what, we're going to take that away. The closer you, the higher up you get. I'm like, yeah, they thought about this. This is pr- freaking brilliant, actually. Yeah, right, so yeah, yeah. So let's say in a month's time, Avarwin comes back, and now instead of a level ten scrawny Nord, he's a level forty, you know, pretty meaty Nord. Well, now the percentage he's going to get is going to be much less. He's still going to be battle leveled up to a VR sixteen. But instead of, let's say, 30 full percentage points, maybe he gets, you know, 16. Right. So the higher level that you get, uh, the and you go and you go into these zones, these these level agnostic zones, the less of a bonus you're going to receive from this flat bonus to your attributes, because, you know, you're coming of age, so to speak. Good job. You need to shave now. Yeah. <laughs> Is it really sad that I'm actually really excited by this Nord talk, all these Nords being all buff and stuff? <laughs> oh, oh, no, no, scrub that Top Gun scene out of your head, Avarwin. Do it! Do it! No! Oh, God, no! Oh, there it is! Oh. 
Oh, sorry. All I'm picturing right now is those old uh, drawings for the Conan the Barbarian, where he's standing there with the sword, all muscly, and you know, there's the girl breaking his legs, you know, in the in the chainmail bikini. Dum 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 dum. Billy, do you like movies about gladiators? <laughs> sorry. All right. So so if your head hurts, relax. My head's killing me right now. I'm like ah. Oh, Oh, God. Pretty much, this is going to make it easier for you to have fun in the higher level zones. Without the math getting, is hard. Totally, your butt handed to you. They're training wheels. This is what it is. It's training wheels. Uh, incidentally, Mike, on an off-topic question here, um, f- uh, when a f- when you're driving a when you're driving down a road at 80 miles an hour and there's a fly inside your car and it doesn't have to dra- uh, doesn't have to fly at 80 miles an hour just to keep up with your car, is that because the the fly has added its mass to the vehicle? Um, I believe so. It's a physics question, and yeah. I'm a biologist. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know is that when that fly hits the windshield, it's going to splatter. <laughs> <laughs> Just asking. I, I wanted to see if I... Anyway. Ask him a biology question. He probably knows. I, yeah. I did that when I was doing trivia, correct? Be like, hey, Mike, Mike, Mike. <laughs> Mike, what well, is it? <laughs> when that fly splatters on the windshield, what part of that fly is going to damage the car the most? <laughs> its eyes are now going to be coming out of its. <laughs> Gross. Now, now here's the here's a psychological aspect of that. When that fly hits that windshield, what do you think the last thing that went through its head was? <laughs> I left the on. His butt. Oh, oh, oh god. Oh, hey, we got jokes. <laughs> we got, we got jokes. We got jokes. And, we, ones, and we're yeah. using them. All right. Now for something a lot more fun and less taxing on the brain. The grouping tool. <gasps> what? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a grouping tool? Oh, oh it's going to get even better. Oh, yeah. We're about to throw it's it gonna out. Make, it's going to be Rage's uh, Rage of the Week for, like, months to come. Uh-oh. Yeah, it is. Well. Even though, even though I don't use it. Liz, can you can you read all the let Liz introduce all the new things coming into the into the grouping tool for us, please? Wait a second. Thirty seconds ago, I was surprised that we were talking about the grouping tool, and now you just okay. And now you're introducing. (laughs) I know life moves fast here at Elder Scrolls Off the Record, and you got to keep up. I did just have a handful of chocolate covered espresso veins, so I could do this. (laughs) You can can be that be the fly before it hits the windshield. So they are lifting the level restrictions in lieu of the new battle leveling system changes. Okay. Okay. I see that. Um, so, yeah, you don't have to be a certain level even in the grouping tool. So they have cross-faction grouping and expected to make queue times faster due to you tapping into a larger player base. And also they're working on doing it for outside of the tool coming soon. What does that mean? Uh, it means that, well, we'll get into that. All I heard was tool. Okay, rebuilt the LFG tool to work faster and more efficiently. Okay, uh, streamlined interface to make it more intuitive. Okay, we'll see that when it when it comes out, so that will make more sense. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I, well, okay. And added queue timers based on dungeon roll, so you'll be able to see how long that roll is waiting to find a dungeon group. Mm. Oh, so like a DPS, they're going to be forever because everybody is a DPS. <laughs> or almost everyone's a DPS. Right, right. Uh-huh. There is a jump to dungeon feature being added, and a message will pop up to automatically transport you when a group. 
it transports you when a group via the LFG tool. That's not really a well. When you sense. when you group up using the LFG tool, you're going to get a pop up saying, "Hey, your group's ready. You want to travel to the dungeon?" You click, you know, yes, I want to travel to the dungeon now. And like uh, you won't need, need to use map or anything. They actually do that now. Um, I, and I've noticed when we've we've jumped to a group and I group up and they're like, "The leader is here. Do you want to go there?" And I always accidentally say no. Um, I say no immediately because usually. It's, you know, person is in Cyrodiil or in Craglin <laughs> instead of anywhere near the dungeon. <laughs> I'm like, well, I need to go get the pledge first. That's what I always have to do. Um, so walking into the dungeon and having it scale to the group lead still exists, though. So uh, group buff for just using the LFG tool. Buff to the weapon and spell damage and to mitigation. I guess that's part of the, the scaling to group and stuff like that. Mm. Um, yeah, they fixed several bugs that were clogging up the current current LFG tool in regards to queue times. And there's a bonus loot bag and XP for using the LFG tool and completing the dungeon. Holy crap! I know. A loot bag is once per day, but the bonus XP occurs each time. Holy crap! Each, yep, occurs each time. Alright, so so basically, okay, uh, they, they identified Whoa. two major bugs that were clogging up the LFG tool, uh, causing the issues that we've seen where the damn thing just don't work. One of them was trolls going, we want PvP arenas. <laughs> <laughs> we want PvP arenas. Exterminate them. Thaw, <laughs> Victor, let's see your shirt. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, By the way, has What's-Her-Face had her baby yet? Congratulations. I don't know if that was public knowledge. <laughs> That's why she's What's-Her-Name. <laughs> oh, God. And it probably, yes. <laughs> uh... Cross faction group now. Now, Rob, uh, I mean, should should I should I talk about one or two of the things that might have people tapping their heads like, huh? I wonder what that is, or do we need to blow off some steam? Uh... Ah! No, what the fuck? You gotta be freaking kidding me, man! That's some bullshit. Ah, come on! Rage of the week. That long, drawn-out sigh tells me, yes, yes, yes. Ibarwin, <laughs> hey, I got a question for you. I love questions. Ask me questions. Okay, we just recently created a new guild in the game, right? Uh-huh. Okay, um, and what faction is that guild? It's it's all of them. It's all of them? Okay, yeah. so let's just say that your uh, Dominion... Uh, Ivarwin character wants to team up with my Daggerfall uh, Nightblade character. Um, can we just like group up and do that like right now? No. No! We freaking can't! <laughs> okay, that was that was one of the things that when, when they first announced that uh, you know they're going to be doing the cross-faction grouping, and, 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 and I know a couple people uh, tried testing this on the PTS um, when this came out. Um, that, oh, it, you know, you still can't group up and then, uh, just decide, oh, we're, we're going to go run spindle clutch together, uh, even though we're on different factions. It doesn't work that way. Right. Uh, in order to do the cross faction, uh, grouping as it currently stands on the PTS and then when this ultimately does come out on live on the second, um, this will eventually, um, you know, or the, the, it's not going to work the way people want. You know, if you want to group up with your friends, you both have to get into the group finder and select the same dungeon, and then maybe 
maybe the threads of entropy will somehow find their way through through space and time, and you might end up in the same group together. I all I can doubt. think of is like you know the group leader being like, "Yeah, you're not the person I want." Swipe left, and kicks from the group. <laughs> yeah, nope, you know, you're not the person I want. Swipe left, kicks from the group. <laughs> right. So, I mean. Progress is good, yeah, that's great, but this is almost, this is almost like, I, I, I feel like an art teacher who has, you know, who has done paintings like, you know, to, you know, the magnitude of Leonardo da Vinci, and then having a 12-year-old come up to me with a stick, fi- uh, stick figure going, this is my masterpiece, they go, that's cute. That's, yeah, that, that's cute. Okay, um. Grace, how many fingers does Mrs. Claus have? Eleven! It was drawn by my 11-year-old son! It's crap, Grace. Get it off my wall. (laughs) (laughs) Why, no one Um, saw Scrooge? (laughs) Wow! (laughs) Have you tried staples? (laughs) (laughs) I need everything you've got on a guy named Bryce Cummings. He's an L.A. slime ball. I love that movie. Scrooge is amazing. Oh, it was an amazing it's movie. Amazing. <laughs> but but with this, this is a step in the right direction. I'm going to try to be optimistic here. Um, it's a step in the right direction. But this is ultimately going to frustrate people because have have I tried the group finder tool? No. You know why I haven't tried the group finder tool? Because the only word I have heard about the group finder tool is that it does not effing work. That's so Okay. So, okay. Granted, nobody's on it, so we can't tell if it works. Right. But it's like, okay. This is what, well, okay, this is what's brilliant about this, is that they're adding additional stuff you can get if you use it. (laughs) And I'm like, all right, shoot. I mean, if you Incentivizing people to use it. Yeah, Yeah, they're they're incentivizing people. So, as, as far as... You know the you know the people sitting and waiting for you know for hours to get a group, even though they're not DPS. I've I've heard of healers sitting there waiting forever to get. I've into never the understood group that. Tool. And what? I think that it's just that a like, healer has to wait or a tank has to wait. Yeah. Well, that's because nobody's using the the tool because they're just right. yelling it out and. <laughs> oh call. yeah. All right. Well, here here's the thing. Okay. Um, Rock lobster. Right. Sorry. Rock lobster. <laughs> uh, they are. They are saying that cross-faction grouping, right? That is that is going to be a thing with the LFG tool. You are going to be able to get into the LFG system. You are going to be grouping up with all the different factions and get a random dungeon as a result. Now, Eric Robel was... Uh, he, he, he did say that they are aware that people in guilds want functionality where they can group up with each other and then use the... And then you know, like use the LFG tool to get into a random dungeon like that. Um, <clears throat> so, so he said that he, he, they are aware of that and that they are going to be pushing an update out for that very soon after Orsinium is released in, on November 2nd. So he did make mention of that. So there is that. Um, and hopefully that, that does work. Um, so by yeah, the way, Captain we'll Nibbles would like to say hello. Okay. What's up, Captain? How you doing, Captain? It's like, what's up, Uncle Varen? <laughs> uh, let's see. All right. So, so briefly explained, okay, 
cross-faction grouping, totally going to be in the game. Hopefully it works. They're thinking it's <laughs> at this point. Um, it's on the PTS, so it, right, Rob. I mean, it's on the. You've been on the PTS. It it, it is on the PTS. Um, I, you know, when I jumped on the PTS, I already had a group ready to go. So I personally have not tested this. I know a couple of our guild members have gone on there and tested it. They can verify you cannot just group up with somebody in a different faction just by adding them to your group. It, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. How do we feel about the group buff? All right, you get you get a buff to your weapon and spell damage and to mitigation just by using the LFG tool and getting into a dungeon. How do we feel about that? Exploitable when Dude. when yep. they actually yep. fix this and yep. that you can group up with your friends. Yep. As long as it doesn't carry over to like you know group buffs for things that have leaderboards. Oh. The only okay. thing that would bug me is if you know you could use the group finder, you know. Tell all of your friends, hey, we're going to run Arthurian Archives. You know, everybody's looking for a group for Arthurian Archives. You know, so in the end, you do a workaround to get your friends, or mm -hmm. most of them, into the group. Yeah. Just as I said, swipe left in Tinder here. And uh, then, you know, find out that you, you have, the entire group is buffed weapon and spell damage, and you now have the leaderboard lead for Arthurian Archives. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, the, I, I could totally see that being being exploited. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm not 100% sure how this whole thing is going to work in the end, but if if I was an exploiting douche nozzle, um... <laughs> what? What, what I would... If if I was an exploiting douche nozzle, um... <laughs> hey, I, I am not an exploiting douche nozzle, I'm just a douche nozzle. Um... <laughs> but what I would do is I would group two of my friends... And then go into the group finder to get that fourth person to get that buff. And then as soon as we get them, boot them. Oh, we used the group finder. We're in the dungeon. Boot the guy that we don't know that just joined and then add somebody in. You know, hopefully they've got some sort of uh, system in place that when they see uh, nozzles like myself try crap like this, they go, oh, no, you just kicked the guy out that, uh, that, uh, that joined your group for using the tool. <laughs> He's the one carrying the buff. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> You lose him, you lose the buff. There it so, goes. Well, yeah. Hey, hey you then know. If that guy joins and then he's like, I want to I want to troll you guys, I'll join and then leave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stranger things have happened. Don't yeah, think like, you wouldn't do it, Rage. No, I definitely true. know it. You know it. <laughs> I do like that they use that for the bonus for the loot bag and the XP, that you have to complete the dungeon with the group. That, I, yeah. I like the the loot bonus as long as it's just stuff that like you know it's more rubidite or something you know whatever right I, and you know this is this is the other thing like I, I wanted to jump onto this next okay you're getting when you use the L, when you group up and use the LFG tool you are gonna get a loot bag and bonus XP when you complete the dungeon um, now the loot bag is gonna come at you once per day. So so they're incentivizing you for not not only using the undaunted um uh dungeons once per day, but also the LFG tool once per day. So that's cool. Um but the the thing is is that, you know, I would and I, when I heard this I was kinda like, you know, oh, maybe you know the, maybe Zoss is listening to our show, like <laughs> <laughs> they, maybe they've heard me complain about not feeling rewarded enough in dungeons. <laughs> um, but the other thing I was thinking of was, it's not that I don't get stuff in dungeons. It's just that I don't get stuff in dungeons that 
is worth go doing the dungeon for. Like, I don't think a bag of Rubidite would really... I, currently, it would make me run the dungeon because Rubidite's in... Um, you know, it's highly is in high demand, but I mean, like you know, six <laughs> months from now, you know, I, I don't, well, not six months, but like you know, three months from now, am I going to care? I, I don't. Know Have you care. tried making level C, C, VR sixteen stuff? I was trying. I think it was Don't Shoot that asked if if I could make a set form, and I was like, sure. It's like, yeah, I want a VR sixteen, and I go and look, and it's like a hundred and fifty per item you need Rubidite for a VR sixteen, but it's like fit, you need fifteen of them for level. 15. Yeah, it's yeah, insane. but once arsenium drops, I mean, supposedly you're going to be able to mine it just like you would, you know, void steel or um, any of the other higher levels. That as long as you're the correct level, you should be able to find nodes. What, um, generally speaking, I mean, uh, you hear something like bonus loot bag and bonus XP coming. I mean, what what makes you? I mean, Liz, you were extremely excited for this, right? Yeah, because I just like extra stuff, and it's you know, there's just that little bit because. <sighs> I do an, an LFG thing, especially since I'm a I'm now rolling a Daggerfall character. Um, I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't mind doing like the Wayrest sewers at this level because it's a group dungeon and I'm already there in Wayrest. That would be nice, but then I'm like, yeah, I don't want to put up with that stuff. But they say, hey, you get a little something extra. I mean, it's not much, but something extra. I'm like, mm, all right. Yeah. As yeah. long as it works, you know, the LFG tool works, fine. Yeah, I'm kind of into this. I, I really am. I got excited when when I heard about this for sure. Uh, what about what about you, Mike? I'm hoping that whatever's in the loot bag is like a purple item or a gold item or yeah. a crafting material of equivalent oh, nature. Yeah, you yeah. know, crafters would go nuts about that though. Oh, They'd yeah. be like, oh, they're just going to use it to explode. Yeah. I'll tell yeah. you what. I, I'd be very interested to see uh, interested to see what the loot tables look like for these uh, for this loot bag. Heck, even if it was like a like a zero point one percent chance of getting a second shot at whatever uh, helmet or shoulders for the one you're in. You know, so you'd be like, you know, one in 1,000 chance that you, you know, open this bag and find, oh, my God, I got, you know, the helmet, even though I didn't get it from the boss or from the chest. Yeah. Or something nerd-honed. Oh, my God. God forbid. Hey, they're going for between thirteen and 20,000 GP on the market right now. Wow. Just yeah. Fair. Yeah, you have that to spare. You're one of those people. Well, no, it's because what I've done is, you know how we completed Craglorn? Well, I may I then make one and I sell it and then I buy a new one. And then I make I have two. So then I make a new one and sell it and buy a new one. So well, I'm actually you're accumulating also in a trading guild, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, see. So, well, I'm actually getting to the point where I'm almost 50% of the way through the Nernhone. Damn. That's kind of cool. That's um, awesome, yeah, right? if anybody knows a trading guild out there that actually sells stuff and doesn't kick you out after one day, <laughs> I would like to know. But <laughs> right, all right, gotta sell big time, man. Going back over just these bullet points, does does anyone have anything they want to bring up and either shout out or call out or, or ask for clarification or just go over one more time? I mean, we talked about battle leveling. We talked about the grouping tool. Anyone? I'd still like to really see something that they have in place where, you know, you could schedule, you know, because, like, that's one of the things that drives me nuts about it. I'd like to be able to say, hey, on Thursday at, you know, 7 p.m., you know, I'd like to run Spindle Clutch or, you know, the Undaunted of the Day, you know, looking, you know, tank looking for two DPS and a healer and let people sign up throughout the week and then just give them the reminder, hey, it's 7 o'clock, you know, you're signed up to do this dungeon. Yeah, I, I'd be into something like that. 
What about you, Robert or Liz? Anything else that you want before we move on? I got nothing. Nothing? All right. Nothing. Nothing, Liz? Okay. Uh, he didn't even wait. He just took his breath and he was like, all right, let's go. What? No, I, 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 I'm messing with you. I don't have anything. To oh, do. okay. Please don't hit me. Please don't hit me. <laughs> all right guys uh we've got we've still got more left in the show here but that is it for the news we've got the crafting table town reels rumors our gameplay and an email all right after this ow son of a bitch so this is for oblivion for you oblivion fans out there and it is called Disarm Traps by Jay Swordsman. I got this from the Nexus, Oblivion Nexus. And basically what this mod does is it allows you, it gives you an all, a way of, of uh, using your, your security skill to do a, a, a skill check to see if you can actually disarm a trap. Uh, Jay Swordsman describes this mod as such. Tired of seeing an obvious pressure plate or tripwire you can do nothing about? Well, this mod allows you to disable those traps. Uh, this mod allows you to disable pressure plates and tripwires by activating them. To disarm the trap, you need the required security skill level. This skill level is randomly generated based off your character level. So it's a kind of cool uh, little game mechanic where, you know, if, if you're like, you know, uh, if you're like Mike, who, who usually does like, you know, sneaky sort of uh, uh, characters or, or Liz, you, you kind of play like a sneaky type of character too, right? I'm the best, but I wouldn't tell you because I'm that sneaky. Wow. I you never see her coming. She, she's so <laughs> sneaky. I, I heard what she said, but didn't quite understand it. She snuck her point in through the shadows. Damn right. It's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, this is kind of something that I, I, I always thought should have been in, in Oblivion. The ability to disarm a trap. It's such a D&D kind of a thing. I, I can't believe they... Not that they have to mirror everything Dungeons & Dragons ever did, but it's kind of missing from the game. I thought it was a you know, really cool idea. Disarming traps. Well, you can do the traps in Skyrim with the tripwire ones, but you can't do pressure plates or anything like that. But then, nope. like... You yeah, you can. Play, you can disable pressure plates. Yes, you, you can uh, set a rune down by it and have it explode. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Exploitress, the Exploitress. What? Yeah. Also, if but, there's a rune on the ground, you send your little uh, hireling, or not hiring, well, you can't send your hireling, but you can also send your summoned creature. But like, uh, what was it? It's um, pretty good. The Evil Within, like, you could disarm all kinds of traps in that game. So. <laughs> all right, folks. Um... Gameplay, because gameplay is fun, and we got it right out peel. You've got your challenge. Here's something that I think everyone kind of forgot about. Gameplay challenges. Yep. What are those? What are those? Where did they, they were hot, and then all of a sudden, I think everyone just It's because them. that Forgotten City came out, and everybody was like, well, let's just play that. Yeah. Did you guys enjoy that, by the way? 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, I got to tell you. Okay. First of all, I'm scared to death playing that game. Or <laughs> playing that part. Because it's scary. And it's underground. And <laughs> second of all, I feel like I'm reading one of those um, uh, what, choose your own adventure books. Yes. I'm back when I was like in fifth grade, you know, sitting in bed. You don't you, you flip to a new page, but you don't take your finger off the old page, so you know that if it's like a one sentence and then you died, you can flip back and then <laughs> make another choice. That's what I do during the holy thing, that whole thing. Um, Brand, do you go down the right times. path or the left path? Right path. <laughs> go to page ninety-six. Left path. <laughs> and your skeletons are laying on the floor. No, I'm going back. I'm going back. <laughs> Can I, can I just I, I don't I don't want to like beat a dead horse, but I really love the fact that even as a kid you were you were you found a way to <laughs> exploit a choose your own adventure book. Everybody did that. They even made fun of that on Family Guy. You <laughs> I seen didn't it? Do you that? seen it, Lois? I didn't move a finger. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, no. Wait, I think I did do that once or twice. <laughs> yeah, you, know you did. Everybody did. Yeah. No, yeah, no, but those things are awesome. Those were so much fun. Those well, what they should have done was actually made made the last page more than one page, so you didn't you didn't know that was the end. Yeah, yeah, they've got a whole new series of them. My daughter brought a couple home really? from the library, and they're really good. Those are awesome. Ki- yeah, they're, granted, they're not made by TSR yeah. and Dungeons and Dragons, but it's the same concept. I didn't know that was the thing. Okay, I didn't know they made them either. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of challenges. Here are your uh, here are your challenges for this week. Uh, number one from Skyrim: Run from White Run to Riften in fifteen minutes. Then show us the video on how you did it. Oh my god! Notice I didn't say no mods. I did notice that. <laughs> notice I did. Not. And also notice it doesn't say with a new character. Yeah. <laughs> notice I did not. However, nice way travel <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Well, <laughs> oh, if you fast, nice. let's put it this way: if you fast travel, we're not going to feature your video on the next show. But um, <laughs> because that's just stupid. That's not running. That's just fast traveling. But um, yeah, run from run from White Run to Riften in 15 minutes. Then show us in a video how you did it. You can email us at elderscrollsofftherecord@gmail.com. Does fast travel including talking to the cabbie that will take you there? You gotta run. <laughs> what if it's that like one? The horse is stuff? running. What if it's the mod that like it's the the rolling tank of a uh, of uh, a wagon that kills everything that it runs over? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I, like I, I the said, whole because it ran over a chicken. <laughs> fast traveling is not running. I it I didn't say you had to run. <laughs> I said you got to run. Run from White Run to Riften in 15 minutes. You could be on a horse. You could be on a tank. You could be on freaking Nords in Space. Oh my God! There's a mod for an X-wing. Oh, see that? Look, my cat got really excited when I did that. <laughs> he was really excited. Now he's like, "What? Oh, that was fun. Do that again." <laughs> <laughs> okay, so in Oblivion. Did I, did I write? Oh, okay. I thought. Uh, buy a house tell us which one and why in oblivion buy a house tell us which one you bought and then why you bought that particular one i was reading that as buy a horse but no buy a house first time i read i thought the same thing yeah yeah Yeah, me, me too don't feel bad yeah okay so 
I'm just, yeah, whatever. So yeah, buy buy a house and tell us which one and why. In Oblivion, you gotta do this. And then of course in Elder Scrolls Online, download the PTS and get to stage five in the Maelstrom Arena without dying. Not as hard as you think, actually. But still a challenge. Email us your story at elderscrollsofftherecord at gmail.com. If you email to us in character, I'll even voice act it for you, which we've got later on in the show, so stay tuned for that. I have to Oh, be, boy. Yeah. I have to be an orc female. <laughs> so hang on. That is awesome. Yeah. I don't know if I have more respect or less respect for you now. You'll have more because it's going to be the same as my orc. <laughs> Except you put a wig on, huh? <laughs> oh, please do. There's, or just no the cat on top of your head, so you kind of look like a Trump. Poor Brago. <laughs> yeah. uh, so there, there's, there's your, um, there's your challenges. Uh, last week's challenges, okay? Um, maybe, you, maybe you remember them. Maybe you don't. Uh, I took, I took last week's challenge, which was download the PTS and, and play Orsinium, but. I also said that I didn't want to spoil Orsinium for myself, so I played Maelstrom Arena. We'll get into that later. Liz, what did you do this week? Missed the fact that you weren't on the dang game. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> As he drinks his mug of mead. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I don't remember what the heck I did. Uh, oh, shoot. I, I leveled my DC. All I know is that I spent a lot and a lot, a lot of time... Uh, crafting stuff because that's all I really feel like doing. And then I pressed the button that is kill everything around me for a Templar. What is that? The sweep? The whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're so right. Yeah, it's Crescent Sweep. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's <laughs> actually. Um, I hear. Um, I, I think I was listening to. Uh, it was Tales of Tamriel where where um, Agelos was just like. Yeah, he's got this build and for the Templar, and he's using Crescent Sweep. Yeah, it was Agelos. He's saying he's got this build for the Templar, and that they recommend using. Uh, this came from biting Tamriel. jabs. That's what it was. What? Biting jabs is the uh, the actual skill. The crescent sweep. I well, is it the? It's the ultimate. The ultimate. Okay. Yeah. 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 So anyway, I'm sorry. I'm getting off the tangent. But uh, if you haven't listened to this week's uh, Tales of Tamriel, you should. It's very good. Um. Do you run any dungeons, Liz? Uh, by myself, uh, yes. I had a lot of people. I do. How'd you do of, that? That's that. That's different for you. You don't do that. What? Well, no, uh, no, not like dungeon dungeons. This is my DC character where it's like group delves and stuff, or not group delves, solo delves, dungeons. And um, but I go in there, and everybody wants to group up because I'm seeing a lot of people in these lower level areas. But I never really want to. I mean, I barely want to group up when I'm doing a group dungeon, honestly. <laughs> I don't trust anybody else. So, um, I don't think I've ever grouped up doing a doing a a, a, um, a, a open dungeon like that. No, but I, I get a lot of requests for that, and I'm like, I just don't because I never know when I'm going to get the the feeling like I want to get up and just walk away from my computer. Yeah, that's another reason why I don't like grouping up because I don't want to have to explain to the person, you know, like I, you know, I can't pay attention that long. Anyway, so I don't do that, but. So many people ask, and I just have to decline, but I feel like I need to, you know, explain this. Like, you know, I don't think I'm going to be on for very much longer or blah, 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 blah. I do kind of wish they gave you an immediate pop-up where you can be like, hey, you know, sorry. Or just not just be like, no, declined. You know, uh, a little better answer for that. 
yeah, like an away I, message. I would like a more, yeah, uh, an away message. Honestly, yeah. An AOL um, away message. <laughs> oh, Liz is on AIM right now. Hold on. Oh, she's away from her computer right now. It's written all in Yeah, even purple. though she's obviously picking bug loss right next to me and obviously <laughs> active. Um, yeah, that's. I just feel so bad. So I'll just log off. Like that'll be my log off time. If somebody asks me to, to group, I will immediately log off. Not to be rude. <laughs> that's the only way I know how to be not that rude. It's like, oh, I was leaving anyway. It's not you. It's me. So <laughs> you can whisper them and say. Yeah, but then you got to find that person. You got to remember their name if they're running off. Oh, you know. Oh, you're saying when someone throws you an invite randomly. Yeah, I get random okay. invites a lot. It's by by people in the guild. Absolutely, you know, I'll do when I can. There, I mean, there was one night where I was like, oh, I don't feel like it. Yeah, I felt really bad. Yeah. But, so um, if you go to your uh, guild page or your people page, or there's another one on the tabs. You can set that little green icon to a number of different other ones, and I think busy is one of them. So it will keep you know that aspect down to hey, you know, you want to group, you know, comes up as busy, and it'll shuttle those away. Really? Yeah, there's the offline one. So if you want to be incognito, oh, and I do that play, you know, just set it to offline and just remember to set it back because then when you come online and say, hey, guys, send me the invite. And we're like, Liz, why can't why, you're not? In Barwin? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's notorious for that. Am oh, I? I hey, guys, I, I want to group up with you guys. I got you're better not with that. <laughs> I got better. I got better. Aw, I'm sorry. I tried to get better. <laughs> Well, so so what else? Did you, so you got the um, the group dungeons, right? Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, you've been crafting. What are you What are you I, making? You making anything for me? I've been gone half the week. You've probably just been offline, showing offline. No, no, that was that was a hard like a hardcore step away from. I mean, I did play a little bit last night, but in the, I know you did on the liar PTS. liar pants on fire. No, that was after we talked, and you ordered me to go to sleep. Yeah, that was true. <laughs> yeah, because every time he's like, I need to go to bed soon. I got to be up in so and so hour. So I'm like, go to sleep. And then I have to, to clarify this with don't watch any Doctor Who videos and actually go to sleep. Shut your eyes. <laughs> I get yelled at. Go to dreamland. By Liz. Because <laughs> I, well, I know what you're going to do. You're going to watch Doctor Who videos. Liz hey. yells at me. <laughs> I have to be your mom, apparently. <laughs> I didn't know you played Call of Duty. <laughs> Mom. Anyway, yeah. Uh, so what I'm? No, I did not make anything for you because I don't even know what level you are and and your DC. I, I don't even know either. So it's it's all good. Uh, yeah, and no, yeah, level. and it, Very you have level. such particular tastes also with what you want to <laughs> your character to wear. I think you like Brett and stuff, but I'm not sure. Well, gee whiz, Liz. I mean, all I ask for is that it be in season and somewhat stylish. I mean, it is fall, <laughs> you know. <laughs> White boots after white boots after September is just tacky. After falls dust or whatever. <laughs> <don't know. laughs> uh, no, I've done that, and then when I get I get a little well, I've been uh, harvesting a lot, and then I decide once it gets really late, and I'm like, I run the chance of somebody wanting to run a dungeon, and I'm not. You know, I'm trying to wind down. So then I go play the Forgotten City, which is always stupid because it gets me wound up because it gets me scared because it's scary. It is scary, intentionally so. Uh, it, but yeah. You know, oh, one of yeah. the coolest things is that there's this one girl I can't remember her name. It starts with a Y, Yuskmar or something. I don't know. Sounds right. In the, yeah, 
and Heidi. she's outside farming, and you talk to her, and she has the drop dead most sexy voice I have ever heard in my life. And I usually don't like listening to other females. You know, I don't like listening to myself talk, let alone other females. But this girl's voice, oh my God, I was thinking about switching teams. It was so nice. And so I complimented the, the, the guy we had on last week, uh, Nick. Someone call Ellen. This is ready to switch. <laughs> I'm serious. I mean, it was that sexy. And so I told the guys from last week, I was like, hey, give props to whoever this is because that, oh, my God. And he said, oh, that's this girl, uh, Little Cup of Joe. And I was like, wait, Little Cup of, little dude, cup of she's Joe? she's one of our listeners on, on Dragon Age off the record. <laughs> and she writes in frequently. I'm like, holy crap, this is a really small world. It was really cool. Oh, that's so, awesome. Yeah. Isn't that awesome? Anyway. So she, she, did, uh, she did the voice acting for... That character. Yes, and very good. I, wow. The voice actors are very, very good. I know exact. I know exactly who you're talking about. She. Uh, yeah, because it made you want to take off your pants, didn't it? N- uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'm. I know exactly who you're talking about because she. She contacted me via Twitter um, when um, I, oh. I made it known that I was looking for for voice acting. Uh, yeah. Jobs. Yeah, she's so. she's awesome. Um, yeah. She's very yeah. sweet. Very nice to me. Very nice. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Anything else? No, no. I think no. somebody else should talk. I I think so. Uh, <laughs> if, you're, if you're done, then yeah, I guess. I think so. I don't know what I was talking about five minutes ago. <sighs> Mike, look at Mike. <laughs> Literally busting a gut. <laughs> Making fun of me and my inability to pay attention to anything. I I think it's the interaction that we have. It's okay. It's. Kind of, it's kind of stupid and classic. It is second to none. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> a squirrel. <laughs> yeah, it's like watching two farm animals just run into the barn and laugh about it. <laughs> hey guys, my mom just sent me pictures of her pumpkins. What? She did. And I had one that was actually carved in in the in the silhouette of Ariel, the Little Mermaid, but she lost the eyes, and so it looks like just nothing. It looks like somebody punched through a pumpkin. She's a plastic pumpkin, so they're, they they keep all year. But anyway, yeah. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> Sounds like the the one time I tried pumpkin carving with my foot. Uh Mike, <laughs> Mike, on to you. Uh, what what did you do this week in Elder Scrolls? So as soon as we were done with our last episode, uh, I logged in to um, play the Forgotten City, and pretty much my character went on a bender, Fusro dying everybody and anything. <laughs> Starting with during the interview, I had to go and see if I could get the one girl to fall down the shaft, the, the one who sends you down yeah. there in the first place. And yes, you can Fusradah her down into the Forgotten City. And so then she's walking around down there with the corpse of her brother. Uh, then I Fusradah the Jarl. Then I Fusradah like every single villager. <laughs> and so then I finally said, okay, I should actually play this instead of just, you know, running around like a madman. And uh, was able to get up into the palace. And it was really, I thought, really, really cool. Oh, uh, yeah. Some of the puzzles to get in there and stuff. Um, so that's what I did uh, for that for a large portion of the week. And then uh, I actually ran a couple of dungeons. Uh, I ran uh, the one night there with Liz. Um, and oh, uh, I told you I was going to make fun of you. for, Or I told Avar when I was going to make fun of you for something. What uh, was I don't it? Remember. Oh, every time uh, you got something on you, you would run toward me. Oh, yeah, it was Spider Lady. And every time she had that beam that was on you. 
um, you would run toward me. And I was like, dude, I don't want to take double, triple damage. You did it every time. It was Fungal Grotto, right? In fungal- yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we were there with Holy Diver and uh, with Zephin. And, uh, can, can we just yeah. call out the fact that, you know, Mike, you know, was listening to you, Liz, and moving out of the red? He was moving out of the red and moving the red to me. <laughs> Although I, I felt really bad because we were almost done with that boss uh, and I fell off into the river. Yeah, <laughs> and Holy a... Diver's there going, don't go up the stairs, don't go up the stairs. I'm like, there's no stairs. He must not be talking to me. Yeah. <laughs> I fell into the river. And that resets the boss immediately. Yes, it does. Ah. The thing is, is that with Holy Diver and Zephyr, you don't need us. Like, they didn't need us at all. <laughs> there. It was those two. They could have finished the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. It's kind of like trying that thing you've always wanted to try out. And then, you know, your wife pushes you out of the. F- so, anyway, Mike. Um- what? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, wow. Wow. So then on Tuesday, uh, I ran with uh, the guys from Dungeon Crawler Network, and we did uh, the uh, low level pledge that night um, just to, you know, hang out with them. And it was a team of Templars. So it was kind of funny. Uh, seeing a team of Templars do banish shell- cells together. Uh, that was really cool. Now, for our listeners, those that are getting Orsinium on uh, the second, make sure you save your keys because there's going to be a new crafting motif that comes out, and the only way to get it is through opening the chest for uh, the Undaunted. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you've got, what, a w- less than a week now? Save your keys mm. because uh, you'll be able to open and hopefully get a better chance of getting drops. Avarwin can send his keys to me. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> uh, what? Yeah, is it Rubidite they're putting in there? No, it's going to be the mercenary motif. So chapters of the mercenary uh, crafting uh, book. Okay, in there. So just like uh, with the um, the Dwemer, where you ran around and opened up to get potential get pages for or chapters for the Dwemer motif. Uh, if you complete the Undaunted um, and get keys, it doesn't suppose. From what I've read, it's any of the three keys that uh, there's a potential that you can open up a chest and find a chapter for swords or boots or, you know, chest piece uh, of this new mercenary gear. That's pretty cool. You know, I like so. the fact that they said that, um, you know, putting putting the glass motif style on the uh, on the store was a mistake and they're going to, you know, n- not repeat it in the future. But at the same time, I also like the fact that they're putting these these motifs in the future into the undaunted uh, into the undaunted uh, chests, you know. Oh, it's going to be different ways for different motifs. So yeah. you know, yeah, you still be able to get things from crafting or things from doing solo play or group play or PvP, uh, and then eventually, yes, it will go into the store, but uh, hopefully not as fast as the glass did. So you know, yeah. Well, you know, they they openly said like that was a mistake. We're not going to do it again. So you know, hey, you know. Listen, um, it happens. It it happens. You know, uh, when you're game companies make these these mistakes. So hopefully they don't do it again. I, I I'm very happy that they said it was a mistake and they're going to not do it again. So let's let's take them for that and see what the future brings. Yep, kind of how I feel on it. Uh, and so- then most of the time I've been crafting, so I think I've got four or five chapters of glass now. Okay. So wow. Nice. A lot of hands-on talent here on the show today. Liz is crafting. Mike's crafting. Rob's making, you know, real-life wood stuff. Yeah, I, I got bit yesterday. It was awesome. 
Uh, that's not nice. <laughs> no, no, it hurt. <laughs> Wait, wh- what? Wait. You got my, bit? Yeah, my uh, my my wood making machine bit me yesterday. Huh. Okay. Did you lose a finger or something? Let's count them. He's got them all. Oh, wait, no. There's, there's one. Rob's our Frodo. <laughs> oh, gross. Anyway, Mike, uh, what else? What else is going on? You said you're crafting. What are you making? Uh, just, you know, whatever's the requirements of the day, you know. Uh, yeah, I'm burning through those. You know, I remember back, I was listening to Road talk about how he saves everything, including those uh, style motifs. And I'm like, oh, I'll just throw those away. You know, they're not worth anything. Now they're worth like a fortune because nobody has them because you're using, on a single character, you're using upwards of 15 a day. Oh, wow. And, uh, you know, they're not as easy to get as you might think. So, okay, yeah, they're a hot commodity right now. They don't stay in the bank long, that's for sure. Hmm, interesting. All right. <clears throat> I'll uh, I'll keep that in mind when I'm, you know... Uh, selling certain stuff to when I'm vendoring certain items, that's for sure. When you're, when you're trashing stuff out, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Usually, after then, a dungeon uh, run, that's the first thing I vendor. Yeah, I mean, they're not worth anything to a vendor, I don't think, unless yeah. they're stolen. They're worth yeah, they're zero, not. stolen, they're worth one. Yeah. So, most people just trash them, and you know, they're actually selling, you know, for you know, almost like the craziness when you hear about people that's, that buy worms for four gold pieces of worm. It's like, you know. The you know manganese or manganese there for the orc armor or you know the uh, obsidian for the hot, the dark elf they're going for like gold pieces now. Wow, crafters are running out. The 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 style materials. Yeah. yeah, there's actually a button on on one of the add-ons I've got that says, "Hey, do you want to auto junk style materials?" <laughs> <laughs> Don't use it. <laughs> Don't use it because like literally yeah. I have all of the style motifs that you can have like Daedric and. Ancient uh-huh. elf and everything. I started with over two hundred, and like I'm down to like in the fifties now. So that's how fast you burn through these. Um, what what else, man? What else you been you been up to? Uh, and then on Friday, I hung out with uh, Rage and uh, his team of uh, ladies and their cat. But I'll let him talk about that. Uh, all right, <laughs> oh, a nice little segue here for uh, for dancing with with daggers with Rob. So, so Rob, hold on. I just have to. I'm sorry. I got it. It's Rob. No, yeah, what the fuck? You gotta be. You gotta just do it. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, that, that sounds like that time we were running uh, Dragon Star Arena. <laughs> <laughs> what, like two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, what do you got? What do you got for us, man? Okay. Well, starting off, um, since since uh, Mike did do the segue for Dancing with Daggers, that is what I will begin with. Uh, this past Friday, um, for Dancing with Daggers, we weren't exactly sure what we were going to do, um, and because uh, we we typically uh, communicate uh, in advance as to what we're going to do, and I, I think we just kind of forgot um, and said, "Oh crap, yeah, we're streaming tonight. What do you guys want to do?" And we're like, I don't know. And then Mark says, "Oh, hey guys, I can't make it. I feel sick." So we're like, "All right, killing anything that moves in Craglorn, it is." So. <laughs> <laughs> naked <laughs> so that's um that, that that's pretty much what it turned into um but we decided to uh we decided to add in uh, a little bit of um uh guild interaction with the uh with dancing with daggers oh uh, my. 
we we opened it up to uh, to uh, guild members, and instead of uh, uh, instead of doing uh, communications over Skype, we did it through Teamspeak. And uh, anybody that had a Daggerfall Covenant character was more than welcome to join us on Teamspeak, and we pretty much made a little miniature Zerg ball. Uh, and we, we just kind of pinballed our way around uh, around Craglorn, and um, quite literally, if it moved, had a red or yellow aura around it, it <laughs> died. Nice. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, and we did that for probably a good two and a half, three hours. Uh, got a little bit of experience, not much, but a little bit of experience on my well, night that was play. hilarious, because we're sitting there, and we went to the, uh, the Nerncrux mine there. Yes. And we're fighting, and we're fighting. And we're yeah. and it's wave after wave after wave, and then people are like, "I'm not getting any experience on this. Is it because we're grouped <laughs> together at high levels and low levels, and we're yeah. fighting, and we're fighting, and it's going on?" And then uh, I don't even know who it was said, "Hey, what does this do?" And like yeah. all of a sudden, a barrel rolled out. Yeah. And like, hey guys, I found a barrel. <laughs> oh, let's see what happens when I click on it. <laughs> hey, well, that, that fight <laughs> had to go for half an hour wow, without hilarious. us realizing that we had to throw the barrels to you know stop the trolls from coming out. Oh, was uh, that what you did? Yeah, it, it was. Uh, it, it, it was pretty funny because uh, I mean that, that's how it was. There was, uh, I think, there was about twelve of us, just all fighting this. You know, these enemies that are just constantly spawning, coming out of these mines, and many of us, in all fairness, like we don't, like we don't typically go running around Craglorn all that much. So we hadn't, uh, we hadn't gone in there. Yeah, we're a bunch of noob cakes. What of it? Um, and so this was our, you know, our first actual time of doing this together, but it was, uh, it, it was a lot of fun. Um, so we, we did that until, uh, I got tired and, uh, that was pretty much it. All but, right. um, uh, sounds like you guys had a killer time. Oh, we did. We, we had a, we had a blast. Um, Actually, I was kind of surprised because Tim did not uh, leap to his death this time, so it, just, <laughs> it, it 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 didn't feel right. But uh, we got some really good screenshots, um, nice. and, and and everybody involved had a, had a really good time. Well, so, well, hey, when when do you do Dancing with Daggers? Let's throw that out because it sounds like you had a great time, and you know people want to join in on the Twitch stream. You know, okay, uh, we do Dancing with Daggers every Friday night at ten thirty p.m. Eastern. Uh, give or take a little bit, just depending on uh, when uh, everybody can get together. So it's not like it's always going to start at 10.30. Sometimes it'll start at 10.30. It might be a few minutes late. Just bear with us. Um, and it just really depends on what we're doing. Uh, there will be some nights where it'll just be the, the four of us, um, you know, just running a dungeon or doing Dragon Star or, you know, might go into Cyrodiil for a little bit. Yeah. Other times, we we might get the guild involved and do a major uh, event and and get everybody on Teamspeak, um, provided that uh, everybody can you know control the conversation. Uh, but um, you know that's that's what we. <laughs> <laughs> that, I gotta say that's key, especially for me listening. It's kind of hard if it, you get it, a lot of people in there. It, it is very difficult, yeah. uh, yes. Uh, so, so, yes, we, we do have some TeamSpeak rules uh, as far as uh, how the TeamSpeak is going to uh, be handled during Dancing with Daggers, just for the sake of viewer sanity, um, and my own as well. Uh, just remember, if you do something stupid, blame the cat. That's right, blame She's the cat. He's probably already done it, so... 
Like when I piff stopped the guards in Bankrai oh, there, everybody blamed him immediately. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Was it like we, we we weren't even streaming like five minutes and all of a sudden like all of a sudden Tim punches one of the guards in the face? It's like really, dude. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> Poor Bakiera. But yes, uh, he did nothing because he is innocent of this crime. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the 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 black furry blender. <laughs> so so dancing with daggers was a thing. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it um, was a uh, it was a lot of fun, yeah. and uh, th- this coming Friday, uh, I'll pitch it again. We we are doing a big Halloween party. Nice, um, nice. Where where we're actually going to be meeting up, uh, we're not hundred percent sure. We'll figure that out uh, and release the details. But uh, it is going to be in Shornhelm because let's face it, um, or no, not Shornhelm specifically, but Rivenspire because Rivenspire, out of all zones save for maybe Cold Harbor, is the most Halloween esque. It, it is the creepiest. I mean, it, it's dead, it's decrepit, it looks like freaking Transylvania, and it's just, it's got Halloween all, all about it. So, um, I know that Ray picked up the, uh, the, 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 the pumpkin head costume. Nice. Uh, and, and that, that thing's actually pretty cool. I mean, it's like all like yellow, glowy. Like, yeah, it's cool. It's, uh, it, it's pretty awesome. So, um, uh, but we are uh, we are definitely going to be uh, crashing Verandus's castle um, in the uh, northwestern part of uh, of Rivenspire. So um, I would have also a backup place because that is you know he said it's very Halloweeny and it's Halloween time and yeah. there will probably be a lot of other people doing that. There might well. be some RPers just you know throwing down the old pumpkin punch, you know. Yep, <laughs> pumpkin punch, butterbeer. Where's that graveyard in? Um... <laughs> The, the last zone there. Um, oh, yeah, in Bankerai? Yeah, there's that huge graveyard. I've run into the coven of vampires that RP in there a couple of times. Yeah, now. yeah, that's pretty funny, too. But uh, regardless, um, we're, we're going to Verandas' mansion, and uh, no RPers or any other players are going to stop us. They will, they will interact with the daggers, and they're going to like it. Exactly. That's spoken like a true dad. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be there and like it. But, uh, but yeah, uh, that's uh, that's what we have to uh, expect. It's going to be uh, an absolute blast. It's uh, pretty much going to be like the, uh, the the Rosie Lion night, only so, Halloween themed. So uh, so so Halloween Halloween Throwdown with Dancing with Daggers this this Friday, ten thirty p.m. Eastern. Correct. That is correct. Frostfall the thirtieth. Twitch, twitch.tv slash Quest Gaming Network. Listen, guys. Also, um, I have heard your requests to take Dancing with Daggers onto YouTube. Here's a problem. Uh, we like Dancing with Daggers the way it is, and putting that onto YouTube on the QGN YouTube, not the best idea. <laughs> it, yeah. It, we like it the way it is, and I don't. I don't want to ask these guys to filter anything at all. It's it's fun. It's uh, it, it's a great stream, but a poor QGN video on YouTube. So, <laughs> um, we'll never we'll never take this stuff off of our Twitch channel. Uh, but we're well, not going to just put said it never. On. You never know. Well, yeah. I mean, it does auto delete itself after about a month or so. But uh, you know, I. I, I I can't have that on the YouTube channel. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> but, I can't. But, Are you saying you're embarrassed? No, I'm just kidding. The, the, no, the main, no, the main reason, the, the, the main reason that that I 
don't want to, you know, rather than stream it on, uh, you know, YouTube gaming rather than Twitch is because I like to play music and, uh, Twitch is a little bit more open to letting their streamers play music than YouTube is. Yeah. Um, and I'm not going to risk, uh, having the, the, you know, the QGN's, um, YouTube account get banned, uh, because I decided to play Master of Puppets. So yeah. I, I I saw that I saw that, but um, that, that that that's really what it ultimately comes down to. Yeah, sometimes our conversations get a little salty, especially when I've thrown back a few, um, and and I can't I can't figure out why my stamina is going down. So it's probably because I'm throwing back a few. Could could be. <laughs> so all right, folks. Um, we you know, I'll be I'll be brief on this one. We still have our rumors section to uh, to discuss. Um. But I, I, I've been out. I've been gone. Uh, I had a tough week, really tough. Um, a uh, a member of service in the NYPD, uh, Officer Holder, um, was his name. He uh, died in a shootout this week, and uh, you know this kind of thing. Obviously, you you know it it affects me directly. And, um, that on top of all the other things going on in my life this week, um, namely the house search that I've, I've started, um, plus work plus, plus QGN. It's just like, everything was just way too much. So I know myself when I get angry and I see something like, you know, another cop was, was killed in the line of duty this week on the news. Someone out there is going to say something in regards to like, good. Another one. Yeah. Good, like, glad he's, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, someone's just going to, and I'm going to lose my mind on Twitter or on Facebook and just blast a human being into another dimension. Um, so I stepped away totally from not necessarily QGN, but just Twitter, from Facebook, from, from you know, uh, gaming a little bit. QGN a little bit, and I just did not have that that public face this week. Um, just wasn't a good wasn't a good time for it. So I stepped away, and um, as such, I really haven't had a lot of time to to play a video game. I just it just wasn't in me. Um, I took a break from Tamriel a little bit, but um, as of maybe yesterday or the day before. I really started to get the call back to to play, and uh, I said, you know, wouldn't it be a lot of fun to see if I can get a little bit of gameplay from Maelstrom Arena on the PTS onto the show? And man, am I glad I did that. Because <laughs> Liz, I remember last episode or maybe the episode before we were talking about Maelstrom Arena, and you were like, you know, nah, it's not for me because I'm a healer. Um, I took a, a healing Templar into, <gasps> into Maelstrom Arena. I did read that. I thought it was a typo when you said that. No. <laughs> I had the time of my life. Really? It did was... you dance like uh, Jennifer Grey and, and Patrick Swayze? No. <laughs> Could you do the lift? the time of my life. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I was moving around on that dance floor like I could cut a rug. Did you uh, try to balance on a log while dancing? It felt like it. Okay. I I was moving around that entire arena like you wouldn't believe. I got to 
Icon. <laughs> God, that should be the name of the damn episode. Moving around the arena like I couldn't believe. Um, no, I've had the time of my life. <laughs> that's not like an ending episode. That's not. Okay. The only thing I could think of is yeah. that, you know, this arena would beat Avarwin by putting a bridge that he has to cross. <laughs> they should have. They should have done that. <laughs> I had so much fun doing this. Let, let me tell you something. Here, here is my, here is my build. Okay, two resto staves and uh, the the um, the light armor that that they give you uh, for a VR sixteen. Oh yeah, that's what I was I was. That's doing. what I'm talking about. I had I slotted in some resto staff uh, skills, a lot of um, Adric spear skills, and some uh, restoration skills from the Templar. That was, All you need is the one and the passives. What's that? All you need is breath of life and the passives. Right. <laughs> that's I, that's this is the stuff I was using. And let me tell you something. Um, I dumped like a ton of points into into Magicka, so I'd get the the spell damage. I'm so proud of you, Hercules! Hercules! And, Hercules! <laughs> and a little bit into health, just to you know make sure that you know. All right, this guy can survive. You know, a sneeze. And I was kicking butt left and right. It was fantastic. This was so much fun. I was doing AOE damage. I was healing myself. I was using um, was it uh, was it javelin, piercing javelin, piercing or javelin, javelin jamming. I don't know whatever it is. But <laughs> I was just hurling that sucker across the uh, the uh, the arena. I was. It was. It was great. Javelin, and, javelin. and <laughs> the. Um, the AOE, they've got like this this AOE, like as as you start, okay. First of all, your first round there. I got into I got into two rounds, um, or the, the second arena, I should say. I got into completed the second arena, which is the uh the Dwimmer uh themed arena. The first one is is uh you've got Daedra coming at you. Uh they're spawning left and right, and they're coming at you. And it's it's fast, it's hectic, it's multiple targets approaching you. You've got some that are ranged. Some that are heavy armor with sword and shield coming at you. Um, plus, you have this this uh, rolling, roving AOE damage that you constantly have to be running away from. So you're running away from this AOE damage that's always chasing you during the first arena. You have um, Daedra mobs spawning all over the place. Some are coming at you. Some are staying where they're at because they're doing damage to you from ranged. And you just have to be on top of all this stuff. It's nuts. It's so much fun. Finally got through that. Uh, through a mix of just, you know, using my Templar DPS skills and healing myself and, and whatnot. It was, it was a ton of fun. One thing I didn't like was that there are these little buffs that are all throughout the arena. And they change based on the, the, the type of round that you're in. Um, right now in the PTS, uh, it's there's a little bug where the default, even if you're on PC, to, to access those buffs is with a controller. So if you run up to one of them and you want to use one, oh. it, it tells you how to use it using the controller keybinds, not the PC mouse and keyboard keybinds. Oh. Yeah, so I had no idea. <laughs> I was like, I don't have, I don't have a blue and a red button here. Like, I got nothing. <laughs> like, it's all, I got nothing. Oh, well, okay. It's on the PTS. That could be fixable. Yeah, 
exactly. So, so this is your version of submitting a ticket for it, right? Uh, well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Slash bug. Slash bug. Uh, that was the only complaint that I had about it, though. Other than that, I had a ton of fun. I got through that. The boss was um, uh, the boss that that ends that that uh, arena. There's multiple different rounds in this arena, and you fight a boss. Once you down that boss, then you go on to the next arena. The second arena was a Dwemer arena. Dwemer constructs left and right, cats and dogs living together, just mass hysteria. <laughs> Absolutely insane. These um these traps, these Dwemer traps spawn out of the ground. And there's these, um, like the the moving propeller blades that you see in Skyrim, where they jut up out of the ground, and then these propeller blades come up, and then they just spin around and they move around the floor, and they look to you know cut you up and dice you up, you know, Dwemer Ginsu's, whatever they're called. Uh, those things are chasing you. So instead of having like a a massive AOE that's just traveling on the ground, these things are running clockwise and counterclockwise all over the arena. Plus you've got to deal with Dwemer automatons and the little Dwemer spiders who charge themselves up every now and again. And then there's a dude in the middle who's just like always charging himself with electricity and God forbid you get close to him because he knocks you on your ass and flings you to the other side of the arena. (laughs) That was crazy. Um, Yeah, you know what it's like uh, doing a dungeon with you guys, especially Mike. Yeah. What? (laughs) (laughs) You said you have to run away from the red thing. Oh, so yeah, but you're not going to be there, so there's going to be a problem for me. I'm not going to sh- know where to run. <laughs> well, it was a lot of fun. I I love this, and uh, after the show, I'm going to be uh, probably jumping in there and uh, playing a little bit more. Um, so 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 if you haven't played Maelstrom Arena on the PTS yet, um, let me tell you, it's 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 going to be a lot of fun. You're going to be really uh, if you go into it when it goes live, you're going to enjoy it. All right, uh, Tamriel's rumors is next, folks, and uh, we got a little we got a little rumor here for you that we think you'll enjoy. Oh my God, Becky, did you hear what Yorun just did? <laughs> Poppycock! <laughs> Whatever. So while we're on the subject of Orsinium. Uh, it is obviously due out in just a few weeks and with 20 plus hours of questing gameplay to public dungeons and Maelstrom Arena to play through as well as a crafting update to wrangle it's got us wondering what's got to be in the next DLC? It's all but confirmed that Orsinium will be the biggest DLC Zoss will ever do for ESO and uh, keeping in mind that they have a five year release plan You've also got the Dark Brotherhood and the Thieves Guild coming out in the first half of 2016. So, Dark Brotherhood, Thieves Guild coming up 2016. What should we reasonably expect to see in these upcoming DLC packs, full well knowing that they are going to be smaller than Orsinium? What do you guys think? Let's start with uh, let's start with Rob. Dragon mounts. Oh, God! <laughs> <laughs> Wait, 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 didn't they didn't they mention I saw something on Twitter, people were going nuts. Wicked Wolf was going nuts about what? Wolves. Uh yeah, pets. wolves. <laughs> Not dogs, but wolves. Riding wolves? Uh but I don't know. Oh, they didn't get they, that uh, 
I think that they did. Uh, they did confirm that um, there there would be an actual like wolf pet that you could get. Uh, I'm I'm not 100 sure because um, I, I I wasn't able to catch ESO live. But uh, I mean, just you know, back to the original question: What could we reasonably expect? Yeah, well, I mean, reasonably thinking, Rob. I mean, you've got we've got uh, Dark Brotherhood and Thieves Guild coming up. You know, uh, more DLC on the way. Certainly, spellcrafting is still a thing. Confirmed by Gina Bruno just a few weeks ago on our show. Uh, what reasonably thinking? Like, what should we expect to see in, in knowing Arsenium is going to be the biggest that we'll ever see? Well. Hopefully, uh, they you know they they still plan on releasing Mark Meyer. Um, you know some you know some people might have uh, you know forgotten about that. But um, what what I would really like to see, um, obviously, la, you know, last time that we we had a uh, that we had a, a podcast, uh, Gina Bruno dropped uh, dropped in and dropped a bombshell on us, uh, spellcrafting. Yeah, I'm I'm waiting very very impatiently patiently waiting for spellcrafting, um, but I, I would rather wait for it because I want it to be done right. I don't want it to be too terribly exploitable. It's going to be. Let's face it. Um, <laughs> but you know, at, at this point in time, they it, it, it it's the little things, you know. Little zones at a time. They still have many, many, many more zones worth of Tamriel to open up. Um, so there's there's lots of room to go. The I think with uh, with Thieves Guild and Dark Brotherhood, I'm hoping that I, I can't remember if the, if it was already said or not whether they're going to be in the same DLC or they're going to be separate. They are going to be separate. They're going to be separate. Yeah, okay. they are. I mean, one thing is for sure, um, and we'll, let's let's switch over to Mike on this one. Um, I know Dark Brotherhood your, is is your is your ish, yo, yo, Dark Brotherhood, fist bumping homies, <laughs> you and those guys. That's right. Wearing the uh, black hand T-shirt tonight. That's right. You guys throw down. Um, um, yeah. So after you know, it's been you know, it says here confirmed that Arsenium will be the biggest DLC Zoss will ever do for ESO. I actually kind of had like this feeling of letdown because originally I thought that my thinking on this was that we were going to get Dark Brotherhood and Merkmire together. Uh, A storyline about the Shadow Scales, something of that nature. And that we would get the uh, Clockwork City being a multi-tiered Thieves Guild type of quest zone that would be, you know, just completely and totally awesome because, you know, you'd be able to steal from all these buildings at different locks and mechanisms to trick, trip and trigger. I'm thinking what we're going to see with Dark Brotherhood and Thieves Guild now is that we're going to see an integration of the Dark Brotherhood and Thieves Guild back in kind of like what we see with the Mages Guild and the Fighters Guild. That, you know, there'll be some type of guild hall to go to. And, you know, already with the Thieves hideouts, that could be the what they use. They put an NPC in the, the hideout for the Thieves Guild. And you're sent on, like, quests kind of like you are with the Mages Guild or the uh, um, the Fighters Guild. Yeah. So, you know, integration into already existing uh, materials. That would be the fastest and cheapest way to produce it on their part, uh, not having to design whole zones. And then they could save Merkmire and Clockwork City 
as separate DLCs for the second half of the year. They uh, they certainly have their work cut out for them in regards to story content because that uh, that um, voice acting strike is really going to throw them and everyone else in in gaming for quite the loop. If uh, that doesn't get sorted in some way, um, we may be looking at some uh, very very thin. <laughs> <laughs> DLC packs, uh, very thin. If I were them, and and I didn't get all the all the voice uh, all the voice acting uh, all the VO stuff recorded already for NPCs for Dark Brotherhood, NPCs for Thieves Guild, NPCs for Clockwork City, NPCs for Merkmire. You know what I would do? Hold off on that content. If I were them, that's what I would do. And as a player, if it was that's... me. I would be like, okay, we've got to get all of the voice done. And then we'll build it around the voice. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know if if um, if the the voice actors strike is is already in gear or not, but uh, that's uh, that's gonna be a thing. <laughs> so uh, be prepared for for possibly another content drought if that voice actors um, strike becomes prolonged. But barring that, um, you know, like, like, let's just take the Dark Brotherhood for example. I mean, we know we're gonna get when it comes to the Dark Brotherhood DLC. I mean, intuitively speaking, you can kind of figure out you're going to get some story content. Oh, yeah. yeah but gonna if get... Go ahead, Liz. No, if they're, they're murderers and whatnot, why don't you think they need to be silent? <laughs> and not talk about it. How about that? <laughs> Sorry. It's the third option in uh, there. Each time, remain yeah, silent. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's what I was thinking of. Also, I was thinking about Psych. I was like, the murderer always uh, confesses. I'm like, well, what if they're just really good and just shut up? <laughs> yeah, what What if... Uh, yeah, what if indeed? <laughs> uh, the, the, you, could, you could write dialogue, basically, that says uh, you're staring at someone that you think is uh, from the Dark Brotherhood. Um, and so you decide to go out and kill a random person uh, to, to to make them happy. <laughs> what I'm really hoping with the Dark Brotherhood is that we get a, a choice that you know they're calling it the Dark Brotherhood DLC. And what I'm really hoping is that there's some type of like choice for feuding options between the Morag Tong and the Dark Brotherhood, especially since we've already been exposed to a couple Morag Tong characters. And everybody's favorite there, uh, Dark Elf Morag Tong Assassin, I think would be amazing to see her come back uh, for um, for that. Are you? Yeah, are you? Don't uh, forget the shadow scales. Exactly. Well, yeah, that's why I, I originally thought it would be in Merkmire, is that you know it'd be a whole shadow scales storyline associated with that. Um, but now I'm wondering if they're just going to integrate it and keep Merkmire as a separate DLC. Well, I. Yeah, good question. That's hey, but you know what? It's in, this is this is what Tamriel's rumors is all about. It's a rumor. It's 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 good, man. That's good. I like that. They, they might. I can't wait for Merkmire. I'm ready for another Craglorn. You know what I mean? Another heroic zone. Oh yeah, me too. I'm ready for it. Um, I say that. No, Orsinium's not even out yet. So how 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 silly am I? Uh, Liz, what do you think? Uh, next DLC pack. What do you think we should reasonably expect? You think? You think, reasonably speaking, we should expect more dungeons, uh, more no. quests? No. Okay. No. What do you think? Um, I think that. <laughs> say it, Liz. Say it. You know, I want the character creator. 
you know they're going to be trying to raise money, um, which is good, as long as the character creators involved. Yeah. I don't care if they put everybody on that. That needs to happen as soon as possible. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree with you. I, I see that more as like a game system. And when however, it, com- it is an update to the game, which is what they need to do. You know, every whatever they promised us. You know, what was it? Every three months, four months, three months. I don't know. Yeah. Well, more more than us, they 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 promised their their publisher. Like, I well, think we know. I know, but I wanted another... to say us to keep it vague. Oh. Okay. <laughs> we know that there's going to be another uh, trial coming in early next year. So. We know that that's going to be one thing that uh, they've stated uh, previously that, you know, we it wasn't in this, in Arsenium, but it's going to be coming in one of the other upcoming things. So, yeah. No, yeah, when it comes out, it comes out because, I mean, uh, got Rage mentioned Merkmar and I was like, what the hell is that? Like, I, I don't pay attention to it until it comes out and then I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's been forever since they mentioned it. I mean, I don't blame you for forgetting. It's, I've completely forgot about it myself. Um yeah, and for. it wasn't until Mike said something about Argonians, and I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah that's lizard people." Yeah. Right. <laughs> so I, I, I've got a question, just real quick for everybody. Mm. Um, if you know, if and when they eventually decide to release White Run Hold, would you rather see just White Run Hold as a level agnostic or an adventure zone? Wow. I'm gonna go adventure zone on this one. <laughs> Barwin's like, God, I wish that was we could have saved that for the next episode. Yeah, Sorry, we should have bottled that lightning and just. <laughs> <laughs> now I want to see uh, Winterhold be the uh, the adventure zone where you have to group up and have an event. You know, the founding of the of the Mages Guild. You could actually ma- see. School. You'd actually see Winterhold fall into the ocean. Oh yeah. Uh, no, you're too way too early for that. I know. They have I know. to build Winterhold first. So, the other thing is, I was on uh, Reddit, and you know, one thing that I, I really want to get across to our community is: remember, this is an Elder Scrolls game, and there's a ton of lore with this. So everybody who's on there is clamoring that they want to go back to Vardenfeld. Please realize, Vardenfeld is a territory of the Temples right now, and is a wasteland. There's not, there's no cities. There's nothing there. There's little townships of, you know, the Ashlanders who are hiding out. So when people say, oh, I want to see a DLC Vardenfeld, um, check your lore, people. <laughs> That's actually funny because I was texting you this week because there's a, there's a new something coming up and I needed to check my lore for some lyrics. And um, you actually uh, nixed every single lyric I had written because of your lore crap. Not crap. <laughs> But you were like, yeah, well, this doesn't exist, and this doesn't exist, so we're, I'm like, ah! It's called this, it's that. Yeah, and everything you mentioned had, like, three more syllables than I needed. Because uh, yeah, up- everybody's <laughs> used to seeing stuff that we've seen in the the original games, you know, like Bardenfeld <laughs> for Morrowind, and, you know, all of the holds of Skyrim, you know. And remember, we're 2,000 years in the future, and some of the stuff in has the already been listed, or oh, in the past. Cool. And some of the stuff has already been written, so and like certain areas are off limits. And if you get there, you're not going to have a major city hub. Like Vivek City is not there. That's Ooh. yeah. There you go. That's why Mike's our Tamrielic historian. Yeah. Uh, Just slam that down. 
as God, as ruin everything. as a lore. Well, I, I mean, you know, when it comes That's to Elder kidding. Scrolls and fantasy <laughs> worlds, you know, maybe there's a workaround such as possibly time using travel. an Elder Scrolls <laughs> time travel, right? But you know, it's the kind of thing where it's like they can do so much already that's in the lore, and people who come from the MMO community are like, "I want to go here and I want to do this," and it's like, "Yeah, you're you're breaking the lore," and you'll have more Elder Scrolls fans pissed at you for breaking the lore than you'll have MMO people that are cheering you on, saying, "Oh, it was a great dungeon in Vardenfeld," or that was a you know, you're, you're gonna have more people mad. Yeah, no, you can't you can't have you can't have you know veteran Almalexia in Vivek as a dungeon and go and kill her in, in the game. Like Exactly, because I've heard that too. They want to fight the tribunal. Right. Like, <laughs> you can't do that. And, and Zoss I would guess never you do could, that, but then so. it should be an automatic party wipe at the end, and then people will be mad that <laughs> unkillable. Well, guess <laughs> well, what? This boss lives another 2,000 years, dummy. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Wow, he just nerded us all. He, he did. That's that's uh, like I said. T- <laughs> that's how he do. That's how your whole do. your whole your whole party dies, and then on the uh, the death recap, it just says thank you for playing. <laughs> <laughs> Character deleted. <laughs> oh God. All right, let's move on, folks. We got uh we got an email and um and and probably some more stuff. I've been looking for you. Got something I'm supposed to deliver. Your hands only. Well, this week had a Tamrielic holiday within it. Mike. So, 23rd of Frostfall, Broken Diamonds. In the 121st year of the Third Era, the Empress Kintyra Septim II met her death in the Imperial Dungeons in Glenpoint on the orders of her cousin, the usurper Uriel III. Her death is remembered in Glenpoint as the day called Broken Diamonds. It is a day of silent prayer for the wisdom and benevolence of the imperial family of Tamriel. Okay. And um, the Two Moons horoscope. Tazudar will now tell you. The 26th the Frostfall. Master is full and Secunda struggles to keep pace. Maybe it is time that they push away from the table as we come to sun's dusk and the beginning of the time of caution. Those who would turn moon sugar into skooma find that it does not last and will be gone before spring. Ah, Jazzledar, yes, yes. The two moons horoscope, <laughs> diving delve deeply into Aetherius and plucking out your fate. Is that going to be the new bumper? <laughs> <laughs> I know people were calling for a new bumper for that. <laughs> yes, they, they are. Are they really? I, I yeah. Mean... <laughs> yeah, it was on your sabbatical. Have... Yes, We've got to have very... something with like, uh, uh, was it sitars and uh, uh, yeah, yeah, all of like the the mystics type of sounds. Oh my god! Call me now! Call me now! Call me now! Two months on a scope, Jazzle Dar. Oh my god! I love this! I love this! I love this! Make this happen! I'll I'll find a thing. We'll do a thing. <laughs> Anyway, uh, we've got this this awesome email from Justin who uh, beseeches me to to play an orc. Uh, calls for an orc female. I don't know what that is or how to even do that. I'm not even sure if they exist. I thought they sprung out the holes in the ground. Uh, uh, Fiona from Shrek. Hey, Shrek. That's a Nas Boulder. That's a, that's a Nas Boulder. 
So uh, I'm going to do an orc and let's pretend it's a woman. <laughs> oh my god, that sounded so dirty. <laughs> Wait, if it's an orc woman and it sounds like a guy, it'd probably correct anyways. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe we could have, maybe, maybe Liz no. can, can do her no. best orc voice. No. <laughs> How about no, Scotty? This is gonna this is gonna get awkward at the bottom here too. Like once you once you figure no. this out. No, how about um, no? No, I'm just saying like like as I'm reading this, like I, I know gonna... that's why I need you to do this because it's gonna be hysterical. I'm never gonna <laughs> let you forget it. Kind of like when you when you found that dead girl in the woods <laughs> floating down the river, or when on classic you were like, oh that little pretty tree, oh that pretty tree. You know that? <laughs> I do. Oh, oh lord. <laughs> All right, number 58, cried, <laughs> cried Galathil. That was me. I cleared my throat and called out. I was met by a squant imperial fellow who took me in back as the gentleman behind me sheathed his weapon and sat back down. Oh, great, Galathil said, rolling her eyes. Another orc. She requested her orc kit, and the imperial, whom I learned, was named Fuglius Muglius went to go fetch it. <laughs> and what do you want? She asked in a huff. I handed her the drawing I made the night before. She took the paper, turning it from side to side, trying to make sense of what Fuglius returned. Well, okay, she sighed, and pulled a trout from the kit and hung it on the far wall. She then took another look at my drawing while she fumbled through the kit. Hold still, she said clutching something that looked like a pickaxe. But when she brought it up over her head, I could plainly see it was marked Jawline Adjuster. <laughs> and so I was relieved. I, <laughs> I got another paragraph to get through. <laughs> I awoke a few hours later. Fuglius was removing my bandages, slowly revealing the masterwork of Galathil. Looking in the mirror, I knew that trout hung on the far wall was made, made all the difference. I stood up to leave when I was approached by a man named Dirge. Dirge is cute. <laughs> when I saw you walk in here, I thought to myself that you must be the handsomest orc in all of time. I cut him off. I'm a lady orc. <laughs> I, I know, he whispered, putting a finger to my lips. Shh. And soon we'll explore all of Tamriel together. And then we'll make the most beautiful babies together. His voice trailed off. Yeah, sure. Why not? I replied. And together, we left hand in hand. Probably going to be the greatest email ever. <laughs> this is the also reason the why we need reading. a barber shop and a race changer Oh, <laughs> uh, Justin. Did you know that your, your Dirge, actually, actually your female orc actually sounded like that guy Dirge? Oh, really? In the game. He's in yeah. uh, Skyrim. Oh, I didn't know that. Very hot this guy, all, too. This is all in the Riften uh, sewers. This is this is all it. Um, so, so Justin then uh, trails off and says, Thank you, guys, again, for all your hard work and effort. 
on the podcast. I hope you all enjoyed my story. Sorry for the length, Justin. <laughs> uh, good story, Justin. And uh, this and more for uh, for many of you emailers out there. Uh, absolutely, I'd love to. I'd love to. Uh, I'd love to voice act in an email for you guys if you write it in character. Um, punctuation is key for me though because you know it's tough to yes, just please yeah it's <laughs> tough to get if I got to voice act something and and make it fun on the show. Please go the extra mile and just kind of like make sure it's easy for me to get it out there um, because sometimes like I don't know who's talking and which character you want me to to play so I I don't know in any event. There it is, and Justin, you did a great job, so I really appreciate it. Um, hey, round of applause for Justin. Uh, I love it. Maybe more yeah. of you will uh, email Mata us. Madhavin says, still a better love story than Twilight. <laughs> 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 email us at elderscrollsofftherecord at gmail.com. And, we'll, and soon, we'll explore all of Tamriel together. And then we'll make the most beautiful babies together. Have you seen him? I don't. I don't doubt her one bit. That's good stuff. <laughs> Fugliest. Cut it. I'm an <laughs> Fugliest. <laughs> All right, guys. That's our show. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, you can get us on iTunes, the Stitcher Radio app, of course, for you Android fellas. And, of course, questgamingnetwork.com. And, of course, you can also see our show on YouTube, youtube.com slash questgamingnetwork. You can find us on our website at questgamingnetwork.com. And, of course, you can like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash questgamingnetwork. You can tweet at the show at Elder Scrolls O-T-R. Uh, please subscribe to us if you're watching us on YouTube. And thank you so much for doing so, youtube.com slash questgamingnetwork. Network. Next episode of Elder Scrolls Off the Record is going to be Monday, November 9th at 9 p.m. Eastern. Next episode of Classic, next week. It's going to be next week. Uh, we are doing it. Uh, I don't think it's Sunday. I think we're doing it on Tuesday. No, it's a Tuesday. Yeah. We're, um, yeah, we're doing it on Tuesday, uh, November 3rd at 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, we're going to, uh, we're going to have, um, Gavin Clayton of the uh, Daggerfall Tools for Unity, the Daggerfall project, uh, coming on as we're, as we're playing Daggerfall. So uh, that's going to be a lot of fun to to talk about uh, Daggerfall with a guy who's literally put in more time in the back end of Daggerfall than Bethesda ever did. True story. He's been modding Daggerfall for about 20 years. <laughs> now, is this time Mike going to mention, like, the whores in Daggerfall or something again? Uh <laughs> Not only will he be able to mention it, but that I'm was sure the sluts of Breville. <laughs> the slums? Yes. <laughs> it was supposed to be the slums of Breville. <laughs> I thought I was going to lose it. Oh, that was so great! <laughs> and then I was like, "Okay, my name is going to be mentioned in three, two. There it is. <laughs> and, uh, oh. <laughs> so uh, here's here's our here's our Elder Scrolls lineup for you folks. Uh, Dancing with Daggers this Friday night, 10:30 p.m. Eastern. Halloween party. Don't miss it. Going to be lots of fun. Tuesday, November 3rd at 9 p.m. Eastern. It's going to be classic. We're going to be in Daggerfall with Gavin Clayton, a man you're going to want to meet. I guarantee you. Nice guy too. Um, and then the week afterward, of course, it'll be another Dancing with Daggers on Friday, but Elder Scrolls Off the Record will be on Monday, November 9th at 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, we'll be talking probably about Arsenium at that point, so uh, look forward to that, folks. All right, final thoughts, starting with Mike. Mike. Uh, Sluts of Breville for the win. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
and while we're on the topic, Rob. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the reforming's a dongog. <laughs> yeah, it's a reforming's a dongog. Vampire hunters or something. Or something. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I love the ferocity in which he says it too. <laughs> 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 oh my god, he snorted. You know it's truly funny. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like the best line ever. It's amazing. <laughs> oh, Jesus. My guard. <laughs> oh, God. And Liz. Liz. Um. <laughs> Yay! Uh, yeah, um, people, stop asking for pictures. <laughs> that's oh, my public yeah. service announcement. Yeah, no, that's creepy, guys. Don't ask Liz for pictures. Yeah, don't, don't, don't do that. Don't be I'm getting guy. a few too many of those, and just stop. Yeah, thank you. Not, a, not, a, not, a, not cool at all. Yeah, don't be a creeper. <laughs> um, and then you know, hey, you know what? Um, not a lot of news, but we still had a lot of fun. Uh, I don't like the fact that the show, in particular, is going, you know, to a, a bi-weekly uh, schedule, but you know, it, it is what it is. Hopefully one day I'll be able to bring it back to a weekly show. Until then, um, we still got some awesome content for you on the Elder Scrolls Off the Record feed, and of course on QGN as well. Uh, don't miss our all, their, our all their awesome shows over at questgamingnetwork.com. Uh, please, if you want to, uh, if, if you if you want to support QGN in any way, go to questgamingnetwork.com. Check out our supporting QGN tab on the top right, and uh, there's there's financial and non financial ways to to support us. You know, we have a Patreon. We we do have some pretty cool rewards for Patreon subscribers. You can always uh, give us a one time donation on PayPal. But hey, you know, uh, create create a username on on our website. Play our video games. Log into our forums. Ch- ch- hang out with us in TeamSpeak. Send us a send us an email. You know that email that Justin had uh, was a lot of fun for us, and we it adds to our show. We have a great time with your emails. Send us an email, tweet at us, join our guilds. There's so many ways that you can support us, uh, both financially and non financially, and um, one is not necessarily more important than the other. With that, uh, I appreciate everyone who uh, listened to us and have watched us. And for those of you in the chat room, thank you so much for uh, taking your evening and spending it with us here at Elder Scrolls Off the Record. Take care, everyone. As always, be safe and may the force be with you. <laughs> and there we go. <laughs> I am so glad I don't live in one of those countries. I was actually hoping to uh, to move to uh, Saudi Arabia. Really? No. Uh, Mike, do me a favor. Uh, say something uh, loudly, please. Anything. Uh, okay, your mom plays Call of Duty. Take that. Oh! <laughs> wow, that's not even right, man. <laughs> I've heard it both ways. The right way and then yours I've heard. Nobody? I like it. <laughs> I like it. That works. No, me. I don't think I've even heard that one. It's from Psych the Musical, goddammit. Well, that's the first problem. That is not a problem. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay, here, hold this there. Are you getting a picture or taking a video? Yes. Oh. <laughs> 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 what the hell was that? <laughs> Justin, look at mommy. Look at mommy. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. Okay, here we go. Oh my god! This is reactions make this completely worth it. <laughs> Good job, Rob. You made her laugh. I made her laugh. What I do. Cause you're a sky, cause you're a sky full of stars. I want Hold on!